here we have it. The biggest show of the year. We're going through our favorite movies of 2017. We got a got a put along real guest. Because I'm already... <laughs> If I could cut in, form. this is your second show of the year, and it's already the biggest show of the year? It is. So it's all downhill after it's that? It's all downhill. <laughs> Stop listening after tonight, because this is our best one. We've... All the rest are going to suck. The hey. best of 2017 on a very awesome, and then everything else is going to suck edition of the review. Review. This show is going to be awesome. The rest are going to be awful. <laughs> Mark our words. Mark oh, our words. <laughs> Pick the right one to come on. <laughs> Welcome to the Review Review, a show where two small town dudes and one small town guest give you our big dumb opinions. I'm Troy to the max extreme. I'm JT3. And I'm Ghost Hunter Dave. Thanks for having me, guys. You're very welcome. We pushed the show back so you could be on. We did. Oh, my God. I felt so honored. Because you were hobnobbing in Dallas. I was. Uh, you know how people say uh, it's not my first rodeo? Yeah. Well, in this case, it was. <laughs> very good. But I didn't go to any rodeos. <laughs> so it, it was not a rodeo at all. <laughs> not like those rich people that go the rodeo. Fuck you, Hollywood. <laughs> Speaking of which, talk let's about talk it. about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, on this show, we are going to be going over the top movies that, in our opinion, yeah, uh, of 2017, with some honorable mentions. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, so you, I you... just went completely blank. <laughs> <laughs> Where am I? If I could cut in, what did you, uh, would you fill the slot with last week? Oh, we did, uh, we're, besides this show, we're doing all Netflix picks for January. Oh. Yeah. So we did Bright. Oh, Will I'm, Smith. I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 It had some, I almost said bright ideas, and that would have been a terrible pun. <laughs> it had a, a hint of something that could have been good, but it wasn't well executed. No. Was that a Max Landis joint? It was a Max Landis written script, and then adapted by David Ayer. Oh, what a what a team up! <laughs> what a tour yeah. de force! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, very. It was very David Ayery. Mm. Especially yeah. if you've seen Suicide Squad. How could I forget? There was a Me <laughs> there was a Mexican gangster in a wheelchair called Poison. That's how David Ayer it was. Oh man, was he full of facial tattoos? Yes. He was. <laughs> oh well, all right. And everyone was dressed up if from they were like the hood. Yep. Yeah. yeah. We know yeah. everyone is allowed one good movie, and his uh, tank movie Fury is really really good. Too so bad it was first out of the gate for him. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think it was. I think no. it was. He yeah. did a Harsh Times with Christian oh, Bale. Which is a very, like, gangbanger movie. Oh, I forgot about that. Did, Training like, Day a... is good, though. I like Training Day. Did he do that? Yeah, I think so. I think he did Street Kings, maybe, too. God. So Fury is really outside the norm for him. Oh, but yeah. By far but he still throws. he still throws in, um, what's that one dude? Shia LaBeouf. No, not Shia LaBeouf. Uh, <laughs> who's the Mexican dude in Fury? Like, he still comes in with, like, that, like... Michael Pena. Yeah, Michael Pena is, it, is still. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah, Michael Pena does. Is, yeah, is just he's in there and he still like throws in like that. Hey, let's go blow him up, Holmes. And it's like uh, this is the World War Two. <laughs> I don't remember him at all. Uh, yeah, he's he's still he's in there. Shane from Walking Dead and The Punisher is in it. Hmm. Is he in it? Yeah. 
I can't remember him. Maybe at we're all. thinking I of a different Fury. Fury. I it's never worth saw a watch. Right, yeah. I heard it was good. Yeah. I remember Brad Pitt's in it because he like reprises his Aldo Reigns <laughs> yeah. for it. Yeah. One of the best moments when they get into the tank, like the new recruit is getting into their tank after it just came in from a mission and they're wiping it down. Yeah. It's just soaked in blood and there's a face in there. Yeah, like, that's right. Like a grenade just blew someone's face off and it just <laughs> right. landed Jesus. on the floor. That's right, Ugh. yeah. They're like, yeah, they're like mopping out the inside and there's just like stuff hanging from like the top of like inside the tank where it's like what happened it looks like the worst thing to be yeah. in in world war ii and, and like, that's saying welcome, a lot yeah. welcome God. welcome first day here we go oh, shit. <laughs> all right here we go crashing the set <laughs> yep i am <clears throat> all right um well we're not because these shows run a little long yeah we're going to go forego on some of the news segment. Yeah. JT, you said you had a little bit of something. I have a little bit. Well, since the Golden Globes yeah. were this past week, I figured I would go through some of the winners. I would love that. Since get we our... are talking of the best movies of the year, might as well talk about what other people think are the best movies Shoot. slash TV shows. What a big Hollywood think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on, big Hollywood. <laughs> uh, I got to load it up because Troy's internet is shite. Yes. <laughs> I'm not going to disagree with you. It's that Google thing you've got out there. It's, <laughs> it's just, just sucking it. It's a vampire. Wi-Fi. What's it called? The Google Home. The Google Home. Have you talked about that on air? Oh, yeah. Old news. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember if it was on this show or... It was, I think it was on mine and Chelsea's show that I went into like full detail of how I want to just deck out my house and oh, yeah. full speak to me <laughs> like don't even want to yeah. get off of my couch i don't even want ever. to tell you i don't even want to tell you what i want just know what i oh, want you're putting yourself in your own horrible black mirror scenario <laughs> yeah, right yeah, now yeah, yeah. <laughs> while joel's loading that up speaking of black mirror yep. that's our episode next week yep Ooh, i, I finished season through. four oh, you man. finished it i you did guys Ooh. i i can't binge black mirror i sip it like a fine wine that's probably a good idea because i love yeah. it i love it so much <laughs> i just can't knock it all out that quickly Gotta yep. savor it. Like a nice dinner. And then dinner. the show after that one, we're doing the two Stephen King films that were put on Netflix from Ooh, last year. Maybe, maybe one of our guests <laughs> has one of those in his list. Oh, okay. Or maybe it's an honorable mention. I don't quite recall. Oh, my goodness. I Yeah. We'll find Pretty out. Good. Well, I got the list up. All right, I let's do it. some of the Golden Globes' best film drama from the Golden Globes. Did you, you guys watch it at all? I didn't. I just saw some of the... Well, the one thing I saw was just Natalie Portman. Yeah, just <laughs> totally snipping dude's balls by being like, yeah. you guys have all the nominees, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Did you see that, Dave? No. Oh, she it's in Texas. It was her and, like, Ron Howard up, like, uh, announcing, like, the best director. And uh, uh, they went through all the nominees or whatever, and then Natalie Portman's like, and the best male director is, and yeah. then she like stepped back and was like real pleased with herself yeah. and saying, <laughs> and "Like Ron Howard had Ron Howard like look on his face like she just kicked him in the nuts too." He was like, "Oh, oh, oh, yeah." I mean, it was, it's 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 kind of shitty that there's no female directors in there, but, especially yeah. in a year where one of them made a lot of waves. Yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. So yeah, hmm. and one of them like and uh, Catherine Bigelow did Detroit, which was really good too. I'm surprised that didn't get really any any. Uh, I know, man. Look, look, sees. Sounds like uh, Portman's hot off her female-led <laughs> annihilation uh, shoot, yeah. and she's just going out swinging. Yeah, well, sounds like it. Yeah, that looks good, though. It does. It does <laughs> look interesting. I well, don't know be if it's best good film, yet. best film drama. Okay, 
We've Trump. got Call Me By Your Name, Dunkirk, The Post, The Shape of Water, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Which one do you think won? Three Billboards. Dave says three billboards. What do you say, Troy? <laughs> what were they again? <laughs> uh, Call Me By Your Name, Dunkirk, The Post, The Shape of Water, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. I'm going to say Post. It is three billboards oh outside of Missouri. Oh my goodness. Chocolate Got it. Davey. Might add some Facebook help on that. <laughs> Saw some posts. There There's some happy, happy friends about mm. that one. <laughs> uh, best director. I won't go through all that. Guillermo del Toro won for Shape of Water. Great. The best male director. Uh, what a cock. <laughs> cock of the walk, babe. <laughs> uh, best film drama for an actor. Uh, Gary Oldman won for Darkest Hour. Great. Oh, okay. Which I think I read like a random fact where he, he smoked thirty thousand dollars worth of cigars for it. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> so it was a posthumous award. <laughs> yeah. He's, He's dead much. now. <laughs> He's in an iron lung. It's gonna go at any moment. Uh, best film, comedy, or musical? We've got the da- <laughs> disaster artist, Get Out, The Greatest Showman, I Tanya, Lady Bird. Um, I'm disaster artist. On yeah. It I, is. Oh. I know. I saw Tommy. Is it Wisu? Wiseau. Wiseau on yeah. stage, and James Franco like had to cut him off. Yeah. So he was to get gonna, him on there, I'm going to say ran, disaster artist. Ran right to the mic. He's like, no, get yeah. out of there. <laughs> that, was, that was amazing. Uh-huh. Uh, but no, Lady Bird. Oh, oh Best really? film comedy slash musical. I guess I don't know that's a comedy. I don't know what that is. That's There's a lot on here. Category. Yeah. Like, even Get Out. Like, I think mm-hmm. even Jordan Peele was like, why? Why yeah. is it a comedy? Yeah. I don't know. I had a great time. <laughs> it was a laugh. I laughed my I ass laughing. off. Uh, best am- animated feature. Okay. The Boss Baby, The Breadwinner, Coco, <laughs> Ferdinand, Loving Vincent. Coco. Uh, yeah. Coco. It is Coco. Yeah. yeah. Coco getting that win. I knew it could not be Boss Baby. You can't. Oh. <laughs> no way it could be Boss Baby. And Ferdinand just came out and John Cena's in it, so I yeah. doubt yeah. that it was. I, that Loving Ferdinand's Vincent looks been, really interesting. That's Have you the seen anything I've heard of? It's like a bunch of people yeah. got paid to animate, like in this Vincent Van Gogh style. Yeah, right? like it's kind of like how. Mm. Um, kind of uh, like Scanner Darkly. Yeah, type Scanner of Darkly, style. but oh, instead I of like. About that. Instead of like being like virtually put over, they did like uh, oil paintings, kind of like yeah. every. Every scene looks like Vincent Van Gogh painted it. Every oh, frame is an oil painting. Yeah, like it took like ten or ten years or so to Holy make it all together. Shit. Yeah, I think it just came out this week, so I definitely want to see that it. That didn't win. Yeah, I want to <laughs> see. It. I want to see. They it. all break their canvases over their knee. <laughs> they all came still finishing the movie. <laughs> how many? How many ears like, do you think they're gonna get in the mail? <laughs> it was like painting the theater screen while it's still going on. Got like. Fucking like scaffolds in front of the theater screen. Mm. Uh, Paintbrushes and anger. Labor of love. Getting into TV. Best drama series: The Crown, Game of Thrones, Handmaid's Tale, Stranger Things. This is Us. Handmaid's. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say the same thing. Handmaid's Tale takes it for Ooh. sure. Yeah. Good, good, good eye. Good eye. <laughs> good eye. And uh, on that, best TV drama actress was Elizabeth Moss for Handmaid's Tale. Oh, very good. Well, well done. Uh, best film supporting actor, uh, Sam Rockwell for Three Billboards. Yeah. God, Sam Get it Rockwell. done, Rock. Get it. Get it. <laughs> He's a favorite in this oh, room. Oh, I love him. Uh, best TV supporting actress, Laura Dern for Big Little Lies. Okay. Good for her. Yeah. So I haven't seen that. Heard it's great. Is Nicole Kidman in that, too? That's right. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah, she was good. I think she won for best actress in it also. 
I think she won. Oh, best so you, you just skipped the uh, the actresses award. I, um, this one jumps. Maybe all you're over building the place. to it. Maybe you're building. I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt. This jumps all over the before place. before I get Portman on the phone. <laughs> I can't. Better just do uh, that one right now. Yeah. Yeah. I can't uh, pull it all up. It, yeah, this one jumps over. It doesn't even like put it in like a categories. It's just all over the place. Guys, can can we be done? Yeah, let's be <laughs> can we be done with this? Uh, we're gonna talk about like yeah, thirty we're movies talk about a shit ton in of the movies. next <laughs> three um, hours. Yeah, that that we'll say that's it. Yeah, if you want to know more, there that's online. Congratulations, Nicole Kidman. <laughs> Nicole Kidman. Yeah, she won for best TV good. movie slash limited series actress. All right, good for her. She's good. Frances McDormand and I saw one for best uh, actress in a oh, drama. Yeah. yeah, which is well deserved. mm Hmm. The bad thing is, like, the Golden Globe wins are not held anywhere near the esteem of, like, the Oscars. I know. You know, people can sweep the Globes, and you don't hear a word about it after yeah, that. it's weird. I think that happened last year with something where, like, it was something with such, like, it was a La huge La Land, deal. wasn't was it? it? It won, like, everything? And well, then it won... the Oscars, it didn't? Oh, had yeah. the fake out? Yeah, it had the, <laughs> had the Steve Harvey ending. <laughs> <laughs> or the Scooby-Doo ending, where they <laughs> pulled the mask off to reveal the real winner. Yeah. But uh, before we go on to the major... Do you have anything else? No, I got nothing else. Okay, so. before we go on to the major... The, the list, I do have the Tournament of Random Movies... How's that heading up? To get into... Uh, this was interesting, because I kept in touch it with It was interesting. One. I did not see this coming at all. Mm. I thought... So our our uh, match for this past week was Grumpier Old Men versus the hit from this past year, It. Mm. And surprisingly, Grumpier Old Men <laughs> beat it. No. <laughs> You're never going to watch It, are you, Troy? Apparently not. <laughs> it was it was a close call at the end. I think it was like only I think it won with like fifty eight percent to like forty six or something. Wow. Yeah, but like early on, like Grumpy Old Man had way more votes. Yeah. Like it had seventy percent of the votes, I think. Yeah. How many votes total this thing out? Um I think there was twelve people altogether voted. That's not bad. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it was like coming back like a mm. lot where I was like, Oh shit, it looks like it's gonna fucking beat it. And then mm. it like just stopped right before it would beat grumpier old men yeah. those and damn never, dairy kids yeah, knocked it, it back into the sewer and it never <laughs> it never no, no one ever voted i even like retweeted it a couple times and no one was like nope this is perfect yeah i was like all right so grumpier old men i'm, I'm, I'm gonna say grumpier old men's like the dark horse left in this tournament <laughs> i did not expect it to go this far all oh, right so grumpier old men advances which mm. uh, leads us to our match for this coming week, UHF versus Ghost Rider. Mm. All right. And we- uh, for that, of course, I don't know if you've been keeping in touch today, but we've been doing trivia mm. for all of our quarterfinal matches where I have six facts. Mm-hmm. Three of them are from UHF. Three of them are from Ghost Rider. You have to tell me which one <laughs> is from which. And I got to tell you, this one... As the craziest fucking facts, <laughs> I would hope. Both so. of the both oh, of these yeah. productions sound insane, <laughs> and I'm I'm excited to do this one. Okay, first fact: uh, one of the films bought a billboard promoting something that didn't exist, and so many people inquired about it that they had to take it down. I'm gonna say UHF did that. I'll agree. UHF did yes. They put up a billboard, a, a fake billboard for something called Spatula City, 
And so many people asked about what it was that they had to take it down before the production was even done. <laughs> Who's... Who has trouble figuring out what Spatula City could be? No, because it said, like, Spatula City, this exit, and people were taking that exit looking for Spatula City and couldn't find it. They could not. They were obsessed with trying to find Spatula City. They couldn't find it, and they were pissed. It's only when they get to the turnoff they realize Spatula City's inside each and every one of us (laughs) all along. Uh, one of the main actors in the film claimed in an interview with the New York Times that he was in the middle of a major addiction to cocaine and heroin during the filming of the movie and only took a role in this film to pay for drugs. Nick Cage or Al Yankovic? <laughs> that really could go... Are you sure this isn't like both of them? <laughs> well, we'll see. I'm um, going to say uh, UHF. Then I'll say Ghost Rider. It is Ghost Rider. Oh. And it's not Nick Cage, it's Wes Bentley. Oh. Who played uh, Blackheart? Yeah. Was in the middle of a Poorly. very, very horrible drug addiction, <laughs> and only took his role in the film to pay for drugs. He didn't Jesus. do a whole lot around that at time. Like he did American Beauty, that got him famous, and then like this. <laughs> who was he in American Beauty? The weird kid yeah, who the filmed kid. the oh, plastic yeah. bag. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just I then this is the only two things I've ever seen him in. Is that <laughs> the only things he's ever been in? Uh, he's been in some shitty movies. Yeah. And he was in American Horror Story Hotel, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, I, he's fine. Yeah, yeah, he's okay. <laughs> I mean, he's got to kick that drug hat. Uh, the director of this said film used some of his own money to film an action scene in the, in the film involving a helicopter. Ghost Rider. Is there a helicopter in Ghost Rider? Yeah. He lassos it. Oh, Just came from it? Texas. <laughs> That's a good point. You know, a lot They're of lassoing lassos helicopters now. left and right. I'll say UHF. I'll just go with the opposite of what they No, nope, it's Ghost Rider. God, I knew it was yeah, Ghost Rider. The director Mark's... really wanted that helicopter in his <laughs> fucking movie. Well, I'm glad, it, very glad it got in there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this film marks the film debut of Rebel Wilson. Ghost Rider. Undecided. <laughs> Yeah, it could be whatever. She's like a baby or something. You never know. I, I don't know. Ghost Rider? Had to. It would have to be. It is Ghost Rider. She appears as like a woman in an alley or something. <laughs> very woman in very alley. memorable yeah. credit. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, she's just a woman in an alley. Got that screen credit though. Get that IMDb on there. Uh, the Academy of Arts would not allow the exact likeness of an Oscar in this film, so they recreated it with the hands covering the crotch. UHF. It is UHF, yes. <laughs> Total Al Yankovic thing to do. Oh, yeah. Uh, Crispin Glover was offered a major role in the film, but would only oh. be in the film if he could be a minor character whose only major line in the film refers to harming an animal. <laughs> <laughs> UHF? Yeah. It is UHF, yes. <laughs> he wanted to play a random car dealer that talked about clubbing baby seals. God. And it was not even a major role. They wanted to offer him like one of the one of the most like prominent roles in the film, and he said he wouldn't do it unless he could play this car dealer who his major tagline involved talking about clubbing baby seals. Is he in the movie? And then they were like, no. They were just like, no, that's too weird. <laughs> and I just didn't give, it, give him anything. Wow. <laughs> Listen, we wrote the script already. We're not going to do yeah. that. They were like, that's 
too creepy. We'd rather have no Crispin Glover <laughs> yeah. than that Crispin Glover. Like they wrote Glover. the role with like it being like a joke, and he was like, I want to do this serious. And they were like, yeah, we're Listen, not going to give you Listen, buddy, there's you a reason you're not Back to the Future 2. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But yeah, there you go. So there you Enlightening. have it. Enlightening stuff. There you go. So UHF versus Ghost Rider. Which one is going to move on to face grumpier old men <laughs> in the semifinals? Uh, you know, I've for some weird reason, I've had kind of the itch to watch Ghost Rider 2 again. Ugh. I don't think I ever made it through it. And it's from what I remember, it's terrible. Yeah, it's but, no good. Like, he looks really cool in yeah, it. Yeah. And like, that's kind of yeah. why I want to watch it. Yeah. I'm like, maybe just fast forward through parts of it. The guys from Crank did it. Yeah. And they did, like, a bunch of cool shots, and it's like all of his fire is like a grease fire, so it spews like, his It's black like black, smoke. yeah, and his face, is, yeah. his face and his jacket are charred. Yeah. It looks great. Yeah. Like, they've never drawn Ghost Rider like that. Right. And he looks so badass in it. And Idris Elba's in that movie. Yeah. What? And uh, but that doesn't mean anything because and the we Highlander kind of realize uh, that like Idris Elba does anything. Isn't like oh, yeah. Syrian Hines in it too? Like the guy that played uh, oh, shit. What's his name from Justice League? Oh, did he do uh, Steppenwolf? Yeah, I thought he was in it too. I, I think a lot of people in are in it. Yeah, there's a lot of people. It just it just sucked. It <laughs> yeah. was a it was a bomb. I don't, I'm, I'm, I've never seen it actually. I had high hopes for it, and it sucks. I remember so bad. every cool moment was in the trailer. Yeah, 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 that's true. <laughs> like where he throws the guy into the air and then yanks him down with the chain mm-hmm. and just plants him into the ground. Mm-hmm. That's Jesus. like the last scene of the movie. That's how he defeats the main villain, I think. <laughs> what? Oh that my might God. be. I don't remember much of anything except for like one point in it. Ghost Rider and Idris Elba go to like this weird old temple and drink some like really weird wine. <laughs> that's a I, that's all I remember because I was watching it be like why are we here <laughs> uh, I don't know that's it that's uh, all, all right. I got alright so there you go. That's all. That's our Ghost Rider talk. Yep. Sweet deal. <laughs> we got we got our David Ayer and our Ghost Rider talk out of the way. <laughs> now, now it's we can time move for on. the main event. That's right. Our top ten movies of 2017. Uh, Dave. Yes. Being that you are the guest, thank you. Would you like to kick things off with your number ten? All right, uh, gentlemen. I'm gonna. My number ten could be any different movie on any day of the week. Like, yeah, I I had a hard time picking ten. My top four or so solid, knew them right away. Oh yeah. The last five and then my honorable mentions are interchangeable. Gotcha. But um, just based on currency, I recently saw Atomic Blonde. Mm-hmm. Having no expectations whatsoever, mm-hmm. and really, really enjoyed it. Oh yeah! My yeah. parents saw it in the theater for some reason, <laughs> and then we're like, "Have you seen Atomic Blonde yet?" And I'm like, "No, I haven't." And they're like, "You need to see it." I'm like, "No, it's it can't be yeah any yeah. good. It's like it's a movie that your parents see, and they're like, "Oh, it's really great. You should see it." And it's like a million other movies. So yeah. I was like, "I'll catch it on I'll catch it on video." And my dad was like taken aback by that. <laughs> just grabbed you by the shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, you, you, don't, you, you don't, don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> so finally, like I uh, I was off work early one day. Went to Redbox, got Kingsman Two and Atomic Blonde because mm-hmm. they're both there, and was like, "All right, let's get this Atomic Blonde out of the way." Mm-hmm. Put it in, and just like I was I was wowed by it. It really? was really good. I mean, it's it's your period piece spy, mm-hmm. yeah. punk rock type of mm-hmm. uh, European action flick with your sexy, badass uh, 
Charlize Theron. Mm-hmm. And it is just, it's good, it's fun, it's really well made, great soundtrack, mm-hmm. great color palette, it's all like uh, purples and pinks. Oh, yeah. cool. And uh, it has probably the best action sequence that I've seen all year. Have really? you seen it, Joe? I would, I would say, that. yeah, I, I saw it, and it, it's good. Like, I, I was with it all the way through almost. It was just, it was a lot of fun. Like, the soundtrack's really fun, because it's like... That like mid eighties like ninety nine red balloons yeah it makes a yeah, couple appearances yeah yeah because it's in Germany so of course yeah. they got to talk about that but uh, no it's fun it's just the the one thing that I was stuck on was that the ending seemed a little convoluted because it's like there's like some characters in particular that like double cross and one in particular that triple crosses where I was like how do we get to this point <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> like. Why, why can't you just do your job like you're there to do your job and you'd be like, no, I have to do this because I'm really doing this. And it's like, so why do all these people die for this one reason? But no, but beyond that, it was still it was still a fun film. Oh, yeah. I mean, I chalked that up to espionage films that aren't really my bag. So I'm just like, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to question it. Mm-hmm. Because, like, dumb shit like that happens in superhero flicks all the time. And yeah. I don't give it a second thought because that's more my bag. Yeah. So I'm just like, it's fine. Like, this isn't my type of movie. I just wandered in and really enjoyed it yeah. for what oh, yeah. it was. But the the fight scene, it shows a little bit of it in the previews. But it, yeah. she's fighting, like, four guys. God. Starts oh, yeah. with two guys for the majority of it. Yeah. And then, like, two more more join in and it is like this old boy style one mm-hmm. take shot oh cool it's it's not all one take cuz it's like 15 minutes long it's just yeah. cleverly hidden edits mm-hmm. but my lord does she get put through the ringer and does she beat the shit out of these guys <laughs> yeah. and it just goes like from a stairwell to an apartment room like back down the stairwell into a car and then into a car chase cool. in yeah. this one like virtually unbroken take mm-hmm. yeah. and it is amazing like it is really, really well done. And it's so good because you can actually, it actually seems like these people are hurting each other because they are actually being like, yeah. one second. And just like leaning over like, holy fuck. <laughs> yeah, there's oh, like, wait, one, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm they, fucked up right now. They like, swing at each other and both miss and collapse. It's kind of yeah. like in Daredevil where he's like pulling himself off the wall. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's, it's cool. It, yeah, it's a really good scene. It's it's, it's worth, worth watching out. just for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would say that for With, sure. With uh, I haven't seen it yet because when it came out, like I thought I heard like negative reviews about it, and so what, I think when you even texted me about it, like saw Atomic Blonde, I'm like I thought it sucked. Like question mark? <laughs> like no, it was good. So now I'm like, oh, maybe I should check it out. Yeah, it's... With, like all the female empowerment going on this year. Oh, yeah. I was like, I wanted to see more female yeah. action heroes and stuff. Yeah, and she's it looks great like a, in it. Oh yeah, like a Lady John Wick. Like that's essentially yeah. <laughs> what. It, so I was like, I think it might have been one of the directors of John Wick actually. Oh, I think yeah, yeah cool. I think it is too. Yeah, because so, John Wick had like two guys yeah, on it. Yeah. So and wanted... it has legit one of the sexiest lesbian scenes. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, it starts my off God. with like kissing, and you're like, yeah. "Oh, you're gonna you're get like, like oh, some okay. kissing." Yeah, and, and then, then it's just like, and then it's like hands on. down the pants, like Jesus Christ, just grinding and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, how did you not have sex making this scene? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, they went for it. Awesome, yep. good deal. That was your number ten. That's my today. It's my number ten. Oh, sweet deal. <laughs> uh, JT, do you want to go or do you want to? I'll go. Yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, my number 10 is a movie that I reviewed on this show that you weren't present for. Oh, my. Uh, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri is my number 10. I, I wanted to try to check this out before, but it's, it's I did, too, and it was gone, like, in a week. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. It's, it's definitely, like, one of those films where 
uh, Martin McDonough's really good at this, where like he presents characters where you kind of have an idea of what they're like, and then as the movie goes on, you're like, oh, I did not know you were even capable of this <laughs> from the get-go. Like It's really good, and <clears throat> it's got that Fargo feel to it, where like the story starts out one way, and then it just collapses into this just clusterfuck at the end, sure. where everyone is just fucking each other up for this one small instance of something that happened. Mm -hmm. And, uh, no, it's really, really, really good. And Frances McDormand, like, I'm glad she won the Golden Globe for this because this is probably one of the best performances I've seen all year. It was oh, her. Right on. As, like, like, speaking of Fargo, like, this is the exact opposite of what she's like in Fargo. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's crude, crass. Like, she uses, like, the C word, like, every other sentence. Oh, man. Like, it's, it's good. It's... Ins she's insane in it, but it's all around really good film. So this is the same director that did Imbruge and Seven Psychopaths, yep. right? Yeah. Is it that level of a comedy, or is it more drama? Uh, I'd say it presents itself as like a comedy premise, and there is some comedic moments in it, but it's it kind of breaks down into more of a drama at the end, where like these people that you usually like, especially uh, Sam Rockwell's character, where he always kind of where like you kind of like think he's gonna be like the the dumbass goof like he kind of rounds out into like a more of a sympathetic character at the end where i would think a lesser movie would just make him like the like the dumbass cop that fucks everything up yeah and i it's really good i heard a couple like most people i've talked to loved it i heard a couple people had a big problem and they all had the same reason they said it makes irredeemable characters re or it gives irredeemable characters redemption yeah and, but that's what I like about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm like, well, that that seems different than yeah. what you'd expect. Like, yeah. that isn't really a bad thing. It takes place, like, in in Missouri, where, like, even uh, me and my girlfriend, we did the show, we had this conversation where it's like, a lot of people in Missouri are like this, where they say horrible shit and they're horrible people, but they're still people altogether. We're like, they'll, they'll do terrible things, but in the at the end of the day, they're still people and they still have feelings. And this movie does a really good job of actually portraying that. Cool. Yeah, I do want to see it. Yeah, I like me too. I like the director's other movies. And I I love a movie where like one instance snowballs into this horrible, horrible thing. <laughs> this like inescapable problem right. for oh. everyone involved. And it's typical yeah, it, like it Fargo does. tradition. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's good. It's real good. Cool. Um This year was a very weird year for movies, I think. It was like because like all the blockbusters were like split out, yeah, like more throughout the year, and I go to try to think about like what was all coming out, and I wrote it all down. And this year I wrote down I saw twenty seven movies, yeah, that were I mean of just twenty seventeen I saw twenty seven oh movies God. or whatever. But Get um, a life, I know, right? <laughs> but then um, I ended up seeing five in March and five in June, but I ended up seeing nothing in April, and like. I don't know. So, what'd you do your show about in April? I went to go look, and I don't remember. <laughs> I don't either. I think it was like Netflix or picks or something like that, or I, I don't remember. remember. Or it might have been doing like a theme month. Are these might just have. like theatrical movies you've seen? These are just theatrical movies or Netflix or Netflix movies. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that came out. Um, and if you're number wondering about the numbers, that's the day it came out. Okay. <laughs> I was. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> but um. The my number ten is the earliest that came out on my list that I saw oh, coming shit. out in January on the twentieth. Split is my oh. number ten. Um, 
the uh, Shyamalan <laughs> vehicle uh, <laughs> uh, kind of redeeming himself a little bit. Yeah, I'd Did, say the best one he's done in ages. Trying to claw himself out of this pit he dug himself into. <laughs> I, I was a big fan of The Visit. When he did that, I don't I know if you guys the saw The Visit, but I, I really liked it. I didn't love it. Really? Yeah, I watched it based on your recommendation, yeah. I think, last time we did this. Yeah. And it was good. I didn't I didn't love it, though. Okay. I, I can see that, but it, I, I just liked it for, like, there was something off, but you couldn't really tell what it was until, like, the very end. Yeah, it had some creepy moments. Oh, The grandma some, under the house yeah. and all that. Yeah. But we're not here to talk about The Visit. No. Nah. We're here to talk about Split. Uh, I thought James McAvoy did a very great job portraying, like, at least four characters very well yeah. in, in the movie. And it's the it, it stuck with me all year, just kind of thinking about, like, the weird, like, his weird performance that he did with all these other characters. Yeah. Like, I kind of forgot about almost everything else, but with all the end-of-the-year wrap-up, somebody else was talking about it, too. And was talking about, like, McAvoy's, like, great range of what he played. Yeah. And the fact that, like, at the end, it's, like, a secret, hidden, like... Sequel. Like, well, <laughs> quote sequel? Like, yeah. kind of like a movie that happens in the same universe? Yeah. It's kind of like what the first Iron Man ending was to the Avengers. Kind of. <laughs> it is kind of like that. <laughs> yeah. But that's, like, my favorite kind of, like, little hint. Like, it's not a full-on sequel. It's not, like... I guess what uh, The Mummy was, where it's just like <laughs> yeah. trying to set up a whole universe or whatever. It's just like, mm -hmm. oh, this also happens, and this is a thing. Yeah. And it's like, that is pretty clever. Yeah. yeah. Like, mm -hmm. it could end all, it could all end, like, right here, and it would still be like, well, yeah, it's, but it still happened in this universe. You don't need to talk about it more than this. Yeah. They're, they're going to. Yeah, which I'm, you don't have to. Which I'm almost not excited for. Because yeah, I like the ambiguity of this. This quote universe that's now set up that's like it's normal, mm -hmm. but these like weird little things are happening here and there. Yeah. But now I don't need to see like an Avengers type glass movie. I, don't I know. Wanna, yeah. I don't want to see it. It could be really really cool, but with his track record, I feel like <laughs> I know. you know he does one good one every yeah. like twelve years, and I yeah. think we just got it. Yeah. It's like one of those. Yeah, it's like one of those things where it's like you're doing really good. Oh sweet, and then he gets really into himself, and then yeah. fucks everything. Turns up. out water's killing people or whatever <laughs> yeah. again. <laughs> Name a Shyamalan movie where water isn't the enemy. <laughs> uh, split? Um, I don't know. He's, he's sure sweating quite a bit at the yeah. end. Oh, that's true. Or someone slips or something <laughs> in it. I was amazed how quickly a lot of the protagonists in Split were just killed off. Like, yeah. boom, yeah. boom, boom. Yeah. Uh, it, but yeah, McAvoy. He was in Atomic yeah. Blonde, too. Oh, yeah. He's in a lot this year and last year. Like, he's been just knocking it out of the park. He's yeah, always good. Yeah. But even throwing in the aspect where, like, it's a personality impersonating another personality and, like, the small ticks that he would throw in of him being like, oh, shit, I'm being discovered. And then he'd throw that, like, he would, that was like... Like when he's sitting down with the therapist yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Those are pretty good Like, scenes. if this movie would have came out, like, later in the year, I would swear we would get nominated for something but it's because it came out so late in the year i don't right. think anyone really gave it another yeah 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 thought. january yeah and all like the pseudo psychological research that they provide was really interesting too yeah. like yeah. i'm sure a lot of that is made up or conjecture sure. but like sounds good yeah it's like that <laughs> is a really good idea for a movie <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. i'm convinced here we yeah. go <laughs> yeah it was fun i right. liked it Right on. That's it. That's all I got for tonight. Right, is it back to me? That's back, back to you. To you. All right. My next one, and I'm almost positive neither of you have this one on your list, <laughs> is an oddball one. But that's why I'm here, right? Well, let's just see. Let's see. Um, my number nine, 
Gore Verbinski's Cure for Wellness. Ah, nope. nope. I didn't see it, though. <laughs> I didn't see it, but it's not on my list. It is weirder than shit. It's weird <laughs> as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Beautifully uh, photographed. Yeah. Like, huge, huge budget, weird-ass horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it, it made my list purely on that basis. Like, it is just this beautiful-looking film out in, like, Sweden or Switzerland, out yeah. in the Alps. Yeah. Where, um... Uh, it's been a little while since I've seen it, but like this guy gets sent to bring back a high-ranking member of his firm, mm-hmm. who's taken like a retreat out to uh, like a wellness spa. Yeah. And when he gets there to find him, he doesn't want to go back, and all the doctors have this ominous, you know, tone, and they're mm-hmm. up to no good up there. But it has some of the most like cringe-inducing yeah. moments I've seen. In any horror movie, like in the last ten years, let alone a big budget like studio picture, yeah. it has the most realistic hitting a deer with your car scene. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's it. Had a lot of contenders this year. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, just the it felt like this weird Lovecraftian type of thing where you don't know if the character's crazy, if they're actually out to get him. Yeah. This gross stuff with eels. This is totally the movie that you watch it. Five years later, you're having a conversation with somebody, and they're like, cure for wellness. Cure for what? What one was that? And you're like, the one with the eels. They're like, oh, yeah, that one. (laughs) Exactly. The eel one. Oh, the one where he's in a tank while people, like like a woman's masturbating herself in front of somebody? Yeah, yeah that one. Yep. Oh, man. It's got, uh, it's got horrible dental procedures where they pin mm. him down and drill a hole right through his front tooth. Oh, God, yeah. a moment yeah. where they're in, like, he, they stick him in, and the main character just gets put through the ringer yeah. in this, too. You're, like, bringing up some shit that I was, like, regress, like, yeah. repressing. <laughs> <laughs> they put him in, like, this iron lung tank full of eels, and then they stick this like tube down his throat to the point where you can see like his esophagus enlarge Uh. and then they take like this probably like (laughs) five gallon pail full of eel water and eels and dump it down his throat so they all go like into his belly jesus And then it has, like, incest, and the father who's raping his daughter is, like, wearing a skin suit, and (laughs) it is just off-the-wall bizarre. God. But it is, and it's by the guy that did Pirates of the Caribbean. (laughs) (laughs) But he did The Ring, which is one of my favorite horror films, and this is, like, the only other horror flick he's done, and my God, does he go out of the gate running with this. It is, it's not a perfect movie, and it's overly long, but, like... The sense of dread yeah. and like the atmosphere is phenomenal, mm-hmm. and then it's got some of the most grotesque moments of any movie I've seen in years too. Yeah. So, yeah. based on that, it is a disgusting, <laughs> elegant, well-made, big budget, yeah, like just snuff film. <laughs> like, I would, I would say, I would like this movie a lot more if they did cut down on the time because there is like some scenes where it just kind of wastes time, where like he like abducts like the the daughter and like takes her to like a bar downtown and they're just kind of like then they go back yeah they waste so much time just like talking to each other i'm like just get to the point yeah it's like it's like close to three hours yeah but it's like you could have cut like a half hour from this and it would have been like it would still be fucked up it is it's one of those movies that like that like the atmosphere everything it puts you in a trance yeah kind of like all the people in the Mm -hmm. in the wellness spa Mm -hmm. and then these moments of like just horrible violence pop in and you're like whoa what (laughs) (laughs) it's a i told courtney like it's a movie that 
if it was an Asian horror movie, you'd never give it a second glance. You'd just mm. be like, you know, that's, that's the culture. Yeah. It's just oh, weird, yeah. you know? <laughs> but seeing it in America, it's like, what the hell is this? Yeah. <laughs> you'd be like, oh, Japan, they're all about eels. Yeah, I'm sure, exactly. Of course they would do scenes <laughs> like this. I know. So just like by sheer amazement of the fact that this got made, yeah. I'm sure oh, it man. bombed, but uh, yeah. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, I didn't love it as, as much, but I, I would... I, I would have enjoyed it, it as yeah. much as I did. <laughs> I would have enjoyed it a lot more if it was a little tighter, like if it was a little shorter. But yeah, it is super fucked up. Yeah, it's oh. something else. Super right fucked. on. Yep. Uh, my number nine is uh, a film by the Lonely Island called Brigsby Bear. I I didn't get to around to seeing this one. Really enjoyed it, just based on the fact where like. Like, uh, Chelsea always gives me shit that I love depressing movies, Mm -hmm. and I mostly love depressing films just because it's usually a character that perseveres through really terrible shit. Mm -hmm. Like Requiem for a Dream. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. Like, perseveres. Do they go ass to ass in this movie? No, they don't. (laughs) But, uh, no, it's like someone who perseveres through it, but then comes out a better person in the end. And this one, it's like, that happens within the first five minutes, and then you're just following this person. Where uh, it's, they basically follow like a kid who was a or someone who was abducted when they were a very small child or mm-hmm. a baby mm-hmm. from a hospital, and uh, he's basically raised like in a bomb shelter, and uh, the father played by Mark Hamill, oh cool, uh, like uh, raises him on these tapes that he would uh, tape in his spare time called Brigsby Bear, which it starts out as like a small child's. Uh, show and then like grows up with him or like by like the end where like before he gets caught he's just like remember to not masturbate into this or whatever like it's just like so it's like you're like watching like a kid show where like a stuffed bear is talking telling you how to masturbate properly (laughs) but uh but no yeah so then like uh the someone like someone gets tipped off the cops get tipped off and they uh arrest his parents and they take him and put him with his real parents but yet uh, because that happened, like, there was no closure with the actual Brigsby Bear show, so he gets together with, like, a bunch of people from his sister's, like, his sister's still in high school, so he gets together with, like, someone from his sister's high school who's really into, uh, filming, and they film a Brigsby Bear movie to, to kind of bring closure to the rest of the series. Really? Yeah. Who is Mark Hamill the one that abducts him? Yeah, Mark Hamill's the one that abducts him. That sounds really. Uh, I don't think I've ever even heard of this. It's really good, and it's by uh, the Lonely Island, where like their last one they did was that pop star movie, where I was like, I mean, that was alright, but whatever. But yeah. this one is like, it's got a lot of feeling to it. Like mm-hmm. the Andy they, Sandberg crew. Yeah. yeah. Who's the kid that gets abducted? Um, he's from Kyle Mooney. Like Cal Mooney. Okay. And. uh... But yeah, like uh, it's it's really good. Like uh, they uh, they take it's like a premise where like anyone else would be like, let's make it super depressing all the way through, where it's someone trying to reconnect with the outside world. But it's more like like they, room. Yeah, but they take more like the uh, like the idea where it's like this kid who's super obsessed with this uh, kids TV show that doesn't exist, like comes across a bunch of hipsters who were like. Yeah, this show's like really fucking funny and cool, and they want to like actually film some of them like kind of ironically, and then that kind of makes him part of the group where like, hmm. 
they actually they, he actually kind of make that they he actually becomes part of this group of people that want to film this movie and it almost some of the scenes kind of remind us remind me of like when we would like do like those films like at the Kirby building oh, where yeah. they, it's mm. like this is them like throwing together whatever they can to film this movie like it with what they had to play with and it's it's super believable and it's a lot of fun and it's like you never at once feel depressed watching it it's just this guy who went through this shitty ordeal that's now like doing something to cope with being back in the outside world and even like mark hamill even people are like talking like raving about like him in the last jedi i think this is like his best role all year cool. was in this because they even have a scene the the couple scenes that he's in in this like almost makes you sympathize with him even though he's the guy that abducts his baby <laughs> and raises him like you, they still show that like he did gen genuinely love him mm -hmm. and it's really 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 good wow right on. might have to see that one yeah i tried to see it like it's on amazon right now you have to still have to rent it mm -hmm. if you wanted to but so i didn't i didn't I'd definitely it. go out and check it out because it's like they even go as far as to like there's a lot of films where it's like oh if you're weird or whatever but like with this like they almost kind of make it where it's like being weird like makes you accepted <laughs> or like i'm pretty sure people would not go out of their way to accept this guy as much as they did <laughs> but the fact that they do or it's like oh fuck you like i want to go out and like talk about the things that i like to people and they <laughs> like me for what i do like, it's really good good freaking deal man brigsby bear Number nine's full of weirdos. Yeah, that's what right. What do you got? Full of weirdos. Uh, my number nine is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Oh. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Not weird enough. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> uh, actually, this one and my next pick are kind of interchangeable, like more so than like the rest of my list. But uh, Guardians 2, I, I really enjoyed it. Like, It's old enough now that I think I can say like Yondu's part in it is... Very touching, which I never thought mm -hmm. I'd feel for Yondu at all. Mm -hmm. um, I I wanted to try to watch it again before we did the show to see if I liked it more than I did. But I, I remember not liking it as much as Guardians 1. And because it is a sequel, like I didn't place it as high on my list as some other movies that came out. Um, but I thought um, everyone did a stellar performance in it. Yeah. Um, De-aging Kurt Russell was really great. Yeah. Whew. yeah. God, just looked like a hunk, right? <laughs> um, and he was just great all throughout the movie. Um, but when isn't he? I mean, that's, you get Kurt I, Russell. I, I didn't even need set. to say it. Um, uh, but yeah, that I mean, that's about it. Everyone saw Guardians so, too. So now we come to the issue we talked about this a little before. I've got yeah. this higher on my list. Do mm -hmm. I do I give you my full report now, or do I uh, save we'll it wait. for later? No, if we'll you wait. say you got it higher, you can just yeah, we'll, we'll wait. wait. We'll, we'll, we'll get right. to it. And okay, why you have it so on? Uh, Actually, okay. uh, I, okay. I don't know if I should bring this up now or when Dave brings it up, but I heard like a podcast where they talked about how. Uh, they found out like a way to make the thing like a prequel to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, <laughs> where like the thing is actually ego, <laughs> mm. and it takes and like it ends up taking over Kurt Russell, and then it finds its way to wherever it goes to m hook up with Star Lord's mom. Oh <laughs> my god! 
I just showed my five-year-old the thing yeah. a couple weeks ago, and he loved it. And he's seen Guardians of the Galaxy 2 enough times. Yeah. I think I'm just going to make this oh my canon God. in I his know. mind. I like, listen, like, I a little experiment. To it. I listened to it, and I was like, I don't even care if that's not real. That's a, that's amazing. That is good. That is perfect. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Gives me a full insight into the thing now. Yeah, that's that's uh, my number nine. I don't, my, I don't right. have much to say about it, but... No, I get I got some stuff to say about it, but I'll I'll save it. Good, but right uh, I liked it. Yeah, as you would imagine. Like it. Go. All right. Number eight, Guardians. Of- no, just joking. <laughs> <laughs> it's higher. It's higher than that. Who would have thought? Who um, my number eight, Baby Driver. See, I didn't see this there one yet either. Yeah. Um, watched it in the theater. Enjoyed it a lot. Watched it again on uh, on the DVD. And liked it just as much. It is my least favorite Edgar Wright movie, uh-huh. but it still makes a top ten, which shows that even his worst is better than most <laughs> of the other movies sure. out there. Um, it is just a fun, like action-packed, kinetic movie. Mm-hmm. The fact that the soundtrack carries the movie oh, through yeah. the entire runtime, mm-hmm. like even the duller moments, you're tapping along and just having a blast with it. Mm-hmm. The characters are all good. John Hamm's great. Jamie Foxx. Mm-hmm. The only low point, as Joel pointed out, I think last time <laughs> yeah. I was here, is Baby himself. Yeah. But on watching it again, I feel like Baby is so in his own world, and he's so, you know, in the music. I think that that is a huge connection to Edgar Wright himself. Okay. Who, if you've seen him, like, on set, he is, like, on another plane of existence in how he pictures everything. He's got, like every shot of the movie in his head storyboarded out to the nth degree Mm -hmm. that I feel like he's almost got this autistic, higher functioning uh, (laughs) level that he sees the world and how he makes his movies. And Uh I think he kind of identifies with Baby Driver where he's not this extroverted, outspoken character, but Mm -hmm. the wheels are always spinning in his head there. Mm. Um, But yeah, like it's just, it's a fun ride. It's not life-changing. It's not like Mm -hmm. this amazing like oh my lord my life i say life-changing my life has changed (laughs) i'm running out of uh adjectives here but it's just a fun time you know like if if you're gonna turn your brain off and just enjoy a movie for what it is this one's great good deal and a part of me wanted to go back and revisit it because like looking back on it i'm like there was so much good shit in it yeah but yeah like like you said like i was i was never really into baby but I think yeah, like like you said, going back into it, I can kind of see it where it's like maybe he's kind of like a vessel for the people watching it, where it's like you can see yourself, yeah, he's immersed like an empty in the vessel. yeah, <laughs> like immersed in this in this music, and then that's what kind of drives everything around you. Yeah, and the music is so so it's good. It's really not good music that you're really like familiar yeah. with, but yeah. it fits so well. Every yeah, it fits perfectly in every scene that he plays it in. Yeah, and just. As usual, Edgar Wright's like cinematography is just off the yeah, charts. Yeah, it's spot on. That <laughs> that know? like opening credit sequence sequence alone is like there's the timing between the music and yeah. what he does is is, is it's got to be spot on for everything that he does. In the whole movie's like that. They've got people like on set like clapping out the beats so the people know when yeah. to like recoil their gun to oh, match really? the mm-hmm. soundtrack. Yeah, <clears throat> I can't even imagine like putting this thing together. Jesus, that alone gets it a, a mm. top ten spot. Mm-hmm. I wish I would have seen it. You need to see it. It's good. You fucked up, Troy. I yeah. know. <laughs> Story of my life. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> fucking up. Left and right. Uh, Andy's wearing like a Han Solo type of jacket through the true, whole thing. He is. He's I remember like seeing like a bunch of shit where everyone's like, is he the new Han Solo? 
but they wish they would have. Yeah, check that out. <laughs> check that out uh, this year. Yeah, we'll Oops. see. <laughs> I'll make my number one my next. <laughs> I want to blow everyone's mind. It's just great. It was so fucking good. <laughs> Some movies you just have to film twice. <laughs> Not Justice League, but some. <laughs> uh, well, my number eight is uh, the big Pixar release that came out this year, Coco. Mm. For my number eight, it is really touching. Yeah, like uh, I wouldn't put it up there as like Inside Out as like my favorite animated film of all time, or like I would, yeah, I would definitely say Inside Out was like up there as like my favorite of all time. But Coco is definitely. Back to what Pixar was synonymous for when they were making, like, Toy Story 3 and uh, Up mm-hmm. and, like, Wally. all those. Yeah, where it just hits you real, real hard at, a cer- <laughs> at certain points. I remember me and uh, my girlfriend driving home after watching this and just talking about the last scene in this film started making me cry. <laughs> like, it's that good. And it, it does, like, a really cool thing where... Uh, like and I've I've heard so many artists like talk about it in this sense where it shows you a a song being played for like a mass audience where it's like a big orchestra and everyone is like dancing and stuff and then like as the move as the movie goes on like they kind of break it down to like its bare bones essential of like what it really meant for somebody to the point where the last time they play it like I was bawling my eyes out oh jeez where I'm like god damn it that's what this song means so much to this person and they're playing it and I can't get over how beautiful this song is. Like, I'm just going to give you props to the, um, the unintentional puns you've been making when baby driver, you said what drives him with Coco. You said bare bones. Oh my God. I think it's something you pick up when you become a dad. (laughs) (laughs) This radar that alerts you when a pun is in earshot. (laughs) But, uh, but no, no, I, yeah. I wanted to see this, and my kid had no interest in it. And then when I heard they tacked that 20-minute uh, short at the beginning, I was like, it, man, I'm well, not going to get him bo- into yeah. it with that. That's, hor- that's horse shit. It was horrible fucking short. Yeah. But no, it's it's really good, and uh, they really – it was like a – I know there was like a theme to it about family where I, I wasn't like – like I'm not like super family-oriented, but by the end, like they made it – they broke it down into a point where I'm like – that's I can get behind that. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't like they weren't like being over the head. It's like you must love your parents and love everyone in your family. It was it like was Lego Batman. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was it was they broke it down into a way where I could get behind it. Where I was like, yeah, I can see why how this aspect would make family important, and they even like surrounded that in a whole bunch of like Mexican folklore and. Uh, just the whole holiday of uh, uh, Deus de las Muertes, like mm-hmm. it was really well done. I highly suggest Coco. Yeah, after the huge praise it got, I was trying to see if I could try to check it out. I never got around yeah. to it, but I want to make it a priority. To check but it. yeah, it's yeah, my number eight. I was bummed I missed it. Um, it looked exactly like the type of Pixar movie that I ask for, and not yeah. like another <laughs> sequel. Yeah. So it'll be like a a, bo- a blind buy for me when it comes out. Sure. Incredibles two coming out. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> that's a theater one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, moving on, my number eight, which I could have interchanged with number nine, is Thor three, Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, I liked 
that they really took a chance and changed Thor a lot in this to try to make him more appealing and did it. <laughs> like, it really worked. I mean, they they really injected it with a lot of what worked with Guardians to make it weird, make it colorful, make it very musical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, not to the point where it had its like own like real like actual soundtrack with musical artists and stuff, but its soundtrack is actually really great. Its score is really great. Mm-hmm. Oh, like yeah. I, it's fantastic. Uh I, the main score to it is actually really good. I found it on Spotify or whatever. I know, really I looked great. up the the song from the trailer and yeah, I added yeah, it to yeah. added to my my uh my playlist on Spotify and yeah. I, <laughs> I think like, it was weird they used the immigrant song twice in it. Nah, like yeah, it's, I was okay with cuz it's a yeah, good song. If yeah, it was any other yeah. song, I'd be like, "Really? Like how much did they pay for this? Are they getting their money's <laughs> worth?" <laughs> yeah, they really want to get their money's worth out of this song, but like it fit both times. Yeah. I thought it was odd. Yeah, well, I, like, yeah. I'm glad they, like, just didn't have it in the trailer and mm-hmm. then just never showed up in the movie. Oh, Whereas, same like, here. I would be looking for that in the movie, <laughs> and yeah. then they did it. So yep. I was like, oh, good. And the fact that somehow they like, they hid that Thor loses an eye in it. Yeah. I yeah. Guess spoilers. I mean, it's been out. It's in the trailer for Avengers. Come on. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's got the that's patch, true right? yeah. Yep. But, like, they hid it. Like, even in, like... Yeah. Uh, yeah, they they did a the Infinity War yeah. trail. The first one, I think he's got two eyes, right? Oh, so they yeah, they did it for like the CGI'd one at Comic Con yeah. or whatever. They yeah, oh, they yeah. CGI it where he had two eyes. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was, and fun. that was that was like all it was to me. Like right. it was very fun. I love. It was the most Kirby esque movie we've yeah. ever gotten, which was great. Yep, yep. And I did have like have some issues with it. Both me and Joel agreed that like. I think even you said it when we saw it. It's like, it doesn't have any real stakes. No, like, there's no weight yeah. to Asgard, it. Asgard, like, is destroyed, and then it's just like, oh, okay. Right. They crack a joke. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, oh. But, like, Taika Waititi had a vision to do mm. what he wanted, and I think it worked. Like, yeah. it's too bad that they couldn't do that earlier on. Like, when Edgar Wright tried to make Ant-Man. Yeah. And kind of oh, forced man. him out to, like, just give the, it up. The fact that we lost, like, four years of Edgar Wright movies because of that is <laughs> yeah. the, the biggest shame <laughs> yeah. there. And they and that's I mean I'm glad they're like on the same like on that track now to like no we'll let the director do what they want I, I I'm assuming to an extent because it is like big Disney yeah but <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I really liked it for what it was and I think it's the only way you can make the Thor movies enjoyable is to go that route yeah I wouldn't want them to take that same route with other characters no 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 like. I give the director free reign, but let's not just do Thor Ragnarok on all of them, right? Because it's Captain really America. Gonna, yeah, then yeah. it's gonna like cheapen everything. <laughs> yeah, that's but for this true. one like little fun outing, I thought it was great. Right. Um. That yeah, that's it. Number eight, Thor go. Ragnarok. I've had enough Loki. Yeah, he wasn't. A huge... He was. Yeah, he didn't really do much in this. He, I could More have the not, same. I could have not had him in it, and it wouldn't have yeah. changed the movie at all. Really, he didn't Trickery. really act like Loki in general. He was just kind of like, oh, okay. If he would have showed like, up to Asgard and just been yeah. like, Loki, shut up, and then just like yeah. went on with the rest of the movie, I'd be like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah, Thor, like <laughs> Thor kind of bullied him around the whole movie. Where I was like, weren't you the villain in Avengers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and didn't you murder like millions of people too? <laughs> yeah. 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 And Thor's just like, come on, you little bitch. Like, yeah. What? Okay. Yeah. I well, like Doctor Strange in it a lot. He was better than he's this get, than he was oh, in Doctor oh, Strange. Oh, yeah, he's getting a lot more uh, yep. supreme. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, is it my turn? It is. We on seven? seven? Number seven? Lucky number seven? Mm-hmm. Um, my number seven is Logan. 
Oh. One I imagine you guys probably have higher on the list. It is in my list. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I have it here. I made this after a lot of soul searching, mm-hmm. and I enjoy Logan a ton. Um. Not a fun movie whatsoever. So no. <laughs> <laughs> um. But just really good. A lot of heart. Mm-hmm. A lot of grit. Yep. The the only way Wolverine can really be, you know, this yeah. is like the yeah, yeah. ultimate Wolverine on film, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's it's very much like a western. It's like an yeah. Unforgiven in the. I don't even know if I'd call it in the Marvel universe, just in this movie's yeah, Logan it universe works by <laughs> yeah. itself. But it's like it does play on previous outings as Wolverine too. Yeah. Very vaguely, but I, I don't think if he had that, like, history to build it up, like, yeah. it wouldn't have as big of an impact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it plays off of, like, vague memories of, like, the past series, where <laughs> yeah. it's like, yeah, yeah the Statue of Liberty. Oh, yeah, Statue That happened in that okay, one, yeah. or, uh... <laughs> yeah. Statue of Liberty, oh, yeah, okay, that happened, okay. Is that yeah, the yeah. cartoon? Was that... <laughs> <laughs> um... If you guys have it in yours, I'll uh, I'll chime in more. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. Um, it's been a little while since I've seen it, so I don't have the the highest recollection of it mm-hmm. but i would be more than happy to chime in and let you guys take the take the wheel with that one sounds fair, good fair enough sounds good uh my number seven is a smaller film called wind river i brought it up to yeah. uh troy last week to try to have me watch it yeah uh it's... i didn't <laughs> i <laughs> wouldn't expect you because <laughs> spoiler alert this movie's depressing as fuck <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's your uh, wheelhouse. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, well, it stars Jeremy Renner and uh, Elizabeth Olsen. Yep, that's right. They are reprising their roles <laughs> as uh, <laughs> Scarlet Witch and Scarlet Witch and uh, Hawkeye. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but no, uh, Jeremy Renner plays like a he plays like a game warden of like an Indian reserve, and he's pretty much hired as like a tracker for uh, Elizabeth Olsen, who's like an FBI agent who's trying to investigate the. <clears throat> The death of a Indian. It's so, so touching. <laughs> uh, he lost the, a lot of money at Ho Chunk <laughs> earlier. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he's a. Uh, she's investigating the death of like an Indian woman on this reserve, and it's really, really good. Like it seems like a really simple premise where there, it doesn't seem like it shouldn't be that good, but it is so. There's a lot of scenes in this that are really fucking tense. Mm-hmm. Like, two scenes in particular where you're like, something feels off. And then when the shoe drops, you're like, that's why it feels off. Oh, fuck. And then it just, like, <laughs> goes into, like, the most tense shit ever. Like, especially uh, Jimmy Renner is amazing in this. Probably one of my favorite roles he's ever done. Oh, yeah. Like, he plays uh, a guy who lost his daughter because of, like, a similar situation. And, like, it's... These conversations between him and the father of the daughter that they found are, like, the quintessential conversations you should have with somebody who lost someone close to them. Like, it's so down-to-earth and really well done. And then, like I said, the the scenes where it feels like something is about to happen, like, something's about to happen, and you don't know why until it happens, and you're like... Shit, <laughs> like <laughs> that happened. Yeah, like there, like it has one of the most tense uh, gunfight sequences I've ever seen in a film for like this year. Mm. Like 
it's like it like it's legit one of those scenes where everyone pulls a gun and fires and you have no idea who's alive. Ooh, res- <laughs> regular Reservoir Dogs. Pretty much, there. pretty much, and it's it and it has one of the most satisfying uh, scenes that involves like an antagonist where you're like, he definitely got what he deserved. Regular so, Hans Gruber ending. Pretty much, pretty much. So altogether, this is like a really, really good film, and I, I have not heard a lot of people talk about it, and it's definitely a one you should really check out. A regular good film. That's a right. regular good film. I've what, heard, is this streaming? I don't think it's streaming. It's pretty recent, I think. Yeah. I think my boss just saw this somewhere. He said it was great. It's amazing. Yeah, I've it's heard really people good. say it's really good, and I just watched a trailer for it because I kept hearing it was good, and I'm like... Yeah, it looks like a trailer of a movie that will be good, but I have no interest in wanting to see it. Yeah, yeah. like you, you're kind of in a situation where you have no other option than to watch it, <laughs> yeah. and you love it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like what it makes us good. Like when I saw yeah. from the trailer, when yeah. I saw Munich, that was my <laughs> reaction. <laughs> like, yeah. Saw the trailer, I'm like when will I ever be in a position to watch <laughs> yeah. this? Like and then the... I did, and I loved it. Like, the premise and, like, the trailer just make it seem like, a, okay, so it, it takes place on Indian Reserve, whatever. Yeah. But, like, it is so... Just the way things are filmed and, like, the way they build up tension to things, like, it's mm-hmm. it's so fucking good. Well, good. Is it any big director or anything? I don't... I didn't really look up the, who the director was, mm-hmm. but... No, it's just really well made. I I went into it being like, okay, like, I've heard it's good, but I'll watch it, and I was... By, like, the middle of it, I was, like, hooked. I was glued to the TV the whole time. Where'd you really see it, good. Then, if it's not strange? I, uh, I, I still uh, subscribe to DVD Netflix. So, oh, I, like, anything okay. that pops up that I hear is good, I just mm. uh, automatically add it to my list. Cool. It was really, yeah. really good. I highly suggest checking out Wind River. Mental note. My goodness. Windy River. <laughs> I'm not uh, seeing anything. My number slevin is War for the Planet of the Apes. I caught this movie on a plane, (laughs) but uh, need to say, that doesn't discount it, obviously. Um, I really thought this was another great entry in the Apes franchise, which I always forget is a thing. And then one (laughs) comes out, and then I'm like, that was pretty great. And I like that it's not... Marvel or anything like that. It's just like its own thing. See, the one thing 20th Century Fox had for it and before <laughs> Disney scooped it up. But uh, I I really enjoyed it. Like Andy Serkis like deserves some sort of recognition for it. Oscar something. God, just give yeah. him an Oscar. Like the work he put into that shit is amazing. That and like just the people who do the CG are like killing it on these movies. Yeah. Like it looks really great. And Woody Harrelson, uh, it does a really great job in this too. And like his, like he has like a twist in like his like narrative in it that I thought was really interesting. Um, that I don't think I want to give away on this, Yeah, but like it's, I, I really enjoy these, these apes movies. And I think this is like one of the most solid trilogies that has come out in the last decade. Yeah. That's nuts. Because, yeah. like, when has there been a good trilogy lately? Right. <laughs> Usually, like, the second one sucks and the third one might be great or the other way around. But yeah. this has just been I had just my money solid on, the I whole had, way through. I had my money on Nolan's Batman movies. And yep. They, nope. Yep. That the third, third one, one was like, always, always does it. But you say this one delivers. Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen the second one yet either. But I really enjoyed the first one. 
Yeah. And I only yeah. saw it because I heard it was great. I'm like, I don't give a shit about Planet of the Apes. Neither did I. Yeah. And I that's what I always say going in. Like, I don't give a shit about I this. Is a and ridiculous I would, franchise. I would say the second one's the weakest, but it still delivers on the story altogether. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the the one thing like that I would discount this one for is like it's not as different as two. Because one to two was like a drastic difference in like what they're yeah. trying to do. Yeah. And this one is kind of similar but it is telling a different story yeah yeah i think like i'm so out of the loop on these when i saw the third trailer i was like is this the the one that came out already (laughs) (laughs) right yeah Yeah. like it looks the same to me but there are sequences in this where there's like no dialogue whatsoever Mm -hmm. and like you're or it's all it's all like sign language yeah it's all sign language monkeys or apes i guess signing to each other and it's like really compelling like you feel for the losses of yeah. these creatures that are just like trying to just live their lives. Mm-hmm. Do they talk at all? Yeah, they, okay. they do. Yeah. yeah. Is this Matt Reeves? I think it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll probably see it when he does Batman then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll yeah. be like, oh it's yeah, good. this guy is good. <laughs> Actually, yeah. no, he is good because he did Cloverfield and he did Let Me In, I think. Mm-hmm. And those are both great. Yeah. yeah. And Steve Zahn has a character in this that is oh. really great. Yeah. Hmm. Like he would, it like. Just if I told you, you'd be like, "Oh no, that sounds t- terrible," because it would be like that annoying kind of like almost like Jar Jar Binks character or whatever. That was is he an like, ape in it? He's an ape. Okay, in it. yeah, yeah. But like his the angle that it comes at like makes him just an even sadder character. Yeah, huh. and it's like really great that he, because like he doesn't have like the mental capacity to realize like what he really went through before. Like, he got smart. Is he one of those monkey assistants with the organ grinder guy? (laughs) No. He he, he was in a zoo. Yeah. And his name is Bad Ape in it. So he thinks his name is Bad Ape. But, like, that's what the zookeepers called him. Like, and just abused him. But he thinks his name is Bad Ape because of Mm. that. And so it's like that sad little twist Uh on his character that makes it really, really heartfelt. Like it's him. like if 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 it's like if a mentally challenged person was beaten by their parents for six years, <laughs> but then they're like, but they still loved me. Yeah, that's uh, pretty much what he is. Yeah, maybe maybe <laughs> because Planet of the, or Rise of the Planet. What was the first one? Rise of the Planet of the I Apes. I don't remember. Which Too long one they a did. title of the yeah. Planet of the Apes. I think the reason. I enjoyed it, but didn't need more. Was that it was like emotionally devastating, and I don't <laughs> yeah. know if I need more yeah. of that. Like that one was really sad. It was really, and sad. you completely yeah. side with the apes in it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and you still do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll see them sometime. Mm-hmm. You know, just based on the fact that they're three great movies that never happens. Yeah. Well, that's especially what... for like a blockbuster type of thing. Right. And that's that was exactly my train of thought, like going into that and the whole franchise. And every time mm. I go back to revisit it, I'm like, yeah, these are great. Huh. Like, because I go in with no expectations, and I'm like, I'm wowed every time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, maybe Tim Burton burned me when I saw <laughs> his remake in the did. theater. He very, or the seven other movies that came out in the seventies and eighties yeah. or whatever that just like know, kept getting cheaper a, and shittier. As they such went a on. weird franchise, and like they're not merchandising off it either. It's no, successful. It's, it's doing fine. It's getting great reviews, but like it's like a cult type of movie. It, it really is. I don't think this third one did as well either in like box office wise. So is it wrapped it, up with three? I don't know if they're doing more. They could if they wanted to. It's still like yeah. open ended, really. But like, but are you I satisfied think, with the end? Yeah, with yeah, this, with yeah. this, it still it has a definitive end, at least for a character in particular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where the it's like Caesar. you can, 
Yeah, Caesar. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, well spoiler. I mean, he's. <laughs> I, you don't have to say that, but like, I he's who the main character main was character. in all of it. But so, yeah, but it's it's yeah. enough where movies. yeah, you see enough of an arc where this could be the definitive end to the story you want to follow in particular. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, but, I'll have to check those out. Yeah, it's good. All um, right. We on six? Yeah, six. Done? Were you done, Troy? Yeah. All right. Uh, this will be our first retread, but is where I get to Guardians of the Galaxy, oh, Volume oh. 2. Very good. So we saw the first one on your bachelor party, I believe. I don't ask me what happened. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't remember. Well, I was the one driving us around, so I recall it. And like it was good. I didn't I didn't fall in love with the first one. Like it seemed like most of the world did. I thought uh-huh. it was fine. Yeah. So I went into this like, yeah, it'll be fine, uh-huh. you know. And uh, my son went and saw it with us in the theater, so maybe emotionally I have a little bit more attachment sure. to uh, this new one. But, like, I had a really, really good time with this. I enjoyed it in the theater, and then I bought it, and it's been on many times over the course of the last uh, (laughs) couple months. So I've seen it more, and repetition promotes liking. So I've seen, you know, bits and pieces over and over again. Uh And it's really driven home the point, like, oh, man, there are some great moments in this. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, as you said, Yondu's death is just fantastic in this. Yeah. the use of music is terrific, yep. especially Rocket and Yandu's escape from that yeah. <laughs> uh, that jail uh-huh. is great. Um, just a fun movie. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's a better plot than the first one. I think mm-hmm. the characters are better overall. I like this more than the first one. Oh, okay, oh. by quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Kurt Russell obviously doesn't hurt, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, just I felt it was a lot more fleshed out. They just kind of could spend a lot more time developing the characters rather than just kind of putting them in different situations and bickering and all that. Yeah. And it was like, I probably said this already, but it was so heartfelt. Like at the end, the final shot is rocket raccoon watching Yandu's body leave to the fireworks and he sheds a tear and then and it's over cut to black. (laughs) I'm like, wow, that was, (laughs) that was something. Yeah. 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 I did like a lot what they did in this. Even like small moments where Mantis and Drax were together, just sitting outside, and she like goes to like feel his emotions, and she like starts crying as he's thinking about his family. Mm -hmm. Like just that little thing, I was like, that does a lot for both people. Everyone has like a little moment like that, and some of them have bigger than others, but everyone gets a moment. Yeah, Uh, Nebula and Gamora as they're fighting, they stop, and you realize like every time Gamora has bested. Her sister in combat, Thanos, has been, like, yanking a part of her out <laughs> yeah. and, like, replacing it yeah. with cybernetics. Yeah. So, like, Gamora seeing herself part. is like, oh, I've been victorious. And her sister's like, yeah, and our father's ripping me apart every time you beat me. <laughs> so, like, no Jesus. wonder she hates her. Yeah. Uh, Rocket and Yondu. Rocket kind of realizes he's very much like Yondu was and he's uh-huh. destined for, like, you know, an early death and all that. Right. Groot is adorable in it. And the whole time, I'm like, they're going to cram baby Groot down our throats. Yeah. And he's great in it. He's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. He's not overdone. No, I. that was like one thing I did. I wasn't like a huge fan of baby Groot. Yeah. Because like, I, I guess like all the merch and stuff that's like, that yeah. was crammed down your throat, I was like, I've already had enough of this. Uh-huh. And seeing him in the movie, I was like, okay. 
Okay. I don't know. I thought some of his stuff was <laughs> hilarious. Like when Yondu and Rocket are in jail and they're trying to get him to get Yondu's mohawk. Oh, sure. Thing, and he just keeps coming back with the wrong thing. <laughs> and he like comes back with a, a guard <laughs> that he's knocked out. And then he finally gets to the thing and he like slowly crawls over the, the prison guard, opens the drawer, sees the mohawk, and then comes back with like a watch. <laughs> <laughs> and then the the other guy just comes and lets him out. <laughs> so it's one of those like I saw it and I'm like, yeah, that was good. And then I've seen it many times, it like in passing. Uh-huh. And yeah. every time I watch it, I'm like, man, this is better than I thought. Or there's like a, a line that really resonates with me. Yeah. Uh-huh. So if you know it, based on one viewing, it probably wouldn't break my top ten. But the fact that I've walked through it many times, yeah. I'm like, yeah, there's a lot to this. Which makes me think there's probably a lot to a lot of these movies, and you really to be able to watch it a couple times and realize how much goes into it. Sure, is eye opening, and I think you catch a lot of things that you miss or overlook. Yeah, but this one just happened to be the one that my kids have been watching a lot. <laughs> sure, and my two year old is just adorable with his. <laughs> he goes, "I'm Goop, I'm Goop," <laughs> and then he does like the little dance that our toy group has. So that holds a special place too but overall i i dug it a lot oh right on well, yeah. my brother put it on in the background when we were like opening presents for christmas and it was like i was like i was like oh fuck there's a scene and then they'd be like you gotta open your presents like, oh shit okay hold christmas <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> christmas needs to wait while i watch uh, baby group dance yeah, yeah. I, I have that one but i i haven't gone back and watched it again yeah so. watch it again i think All you'll right. i think you'll like it more right on all right. Uh, my number six is uh, Mother. Ooh. <laughs> oh, oh, one that Troy loves. Did you watch it? I hated it. Oh, man. It's an honorable mention for me. All right. Uh, I I appreciated it for what it was. Like, I think uh, Troy definitely tried to sell it as, like, dumb and very over the top. And it is over the top. And I think it's one of those situations where uh, – could have gotten its meshes across without yelling in your face like it does. But I think there's a lot of smart stuff in there. Could, could it, though? Did you? I, I don't want to interrupt you, oh, but you no, know no, what the, the analogy of the story yeah, is, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you get that? Yeah, I got it. I you got the whole the whole thing is an yeah, analogy not, for the Bible. Yeah, it's fucking in your face. It's not <laughs> hard to figure that out. I thought it was the most pretentious thing oh, it's that ex- Darren Aronofsky's ever done. It is extremely pretentious. And I was but like, I enjoy it. No, yeah. I thought it was pretentious. I'm like, fucking get off your own fucking high horse and out of your ass because I did not like this movie. Without reading anything on it, you got that he was God, she was Mother Earth. The How kids, could you not the see kids it? were Cain and Abel, yes. yeah, yeah, Adam yeah. and Eve. Really? Yes. Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No, I got a subtle that, yeah. thing where he tries to cover his broken rib. I, got I didn't know yeah. how much you got into theology. And like, did you go to Sunday school a lot? Did you yeah. get the broken sink was uh, the flood and that was Noah's Ark? Well, I you said that during our review. <laughs> yeah. I didn't see. I and didn't then the get uh, that, when the when the the whole part where she goes in the basement, that's the plagues. Yeah, I got because of like because the 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 the, the, bu- the bulb goes out. That's the sun being blocked out. Yeah, I did. The blo- uh, raining blood. Uh, that's why that goes out. And then when locus, the blood goes across else? that thing, that's the parting of the Red Sea, which goes to the Promised Land, where she ends up at the end. Really? Oh, God. I, didn't, I, I didn't wouldn't get all that. <laughs> That's what I pulled from that. And then when she goes in there and pulls it apart, a frog jumps out, which is another yeah, one of the I plagues. Got, oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah, I did get the frog thing. <laughs> Man. I, I don't think I got the other ones, but I did get the 
the Plague of Frogs or whatever it yeah. is. Yeah. I, I saw it in the theater, and I was the youngest person there by probably 30 years. Yeah. So everyone in it everyone hated, hated it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah when yeah, it yeah. ended, I heard this old guy say to his wife, like, oh, so it was all a dream. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I wanted so badly to be like, Did, this so movie is not for you. Minutes. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I... I, I don't know. I liked it. I bought it, and I have it at home, and I'm like, Courtney, we should watch this, and she is not all that into it, and I'm like, actually, you would you would absolutely hate yeah. this movie. Yeah. No, yeah, like, it, it is a, a pretend, like, slightly mm-hmm. pretentious, like, but I... I think there's still some smart stuff in there. Like, I don't think it's as dumb as Troy likes to put it off as. Pretentious isn't bad if... It's better than dumbing something down. Yeah. You know, would you rather have Transformers or do you want something no, a little higher? No, I think the same. But I think That's there's a lot of same. stuff in there. Like, it. yeah, sure, it's the story of the Bible, but there's a lot of stuff in between there. Like, you can totally pull out, like, the, the story of, like, imagine a, a, like a famous person who's an artist who is dating somebody. That could totally be an allegory for that. The Bible or, is a book of parables and allegories. Yeah. That's the whole point of the Bible is you relate cool. it to life. <laughs> I'm not huge into religion either. So, but that's yeah, so that's just personal. Like I mm-hmm. but I like the idea of them even though some some of the uh, stories are very literal and in your face. I like the idea of them taking that and still putting it in the sense of, okay, let's put this all within a household. Because that's a lot more personable than the world in general. Like, mm-hmm. you can totally tell a story about the world and people will not give a shit. Yeah, he did if that you, with Noah. Yeah. But if, you, <laughs> <laughs> but if you take a story and be like, okay, this is in a house, that's a lot easier to connect with. Because people coming into your house fucking shit up and blowing things up, uh-huh. that's a lot more like... What are you doing as opposed to you're blowing shit up on the earth? Well, the earth is the earth. It's a big place. Who cares? Mm-hmm. And I like that he did that. Even at the end, there's so much fucking chaos. And oh it all God. takes place in, in that house. house. And Which it's they didn't show any of that in the trailer. So yeah. like, is it escalated? I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Where <laughs> is this going? Yeah. Like, like I have no idea it, what is happening. Yeah. And I love that it... it turns into a place that you can't even recognize but you still know that it's this house and i love that he did that the uh the moment as like more and more people just keep coming in and she's like going to shut the door and more people come in and they won't get off her fucking sink and all (laughs) this shit and i'm like this is the best Uh... representation of the feeling you have when you're in a dream and shit is just like yeah you're anxious and like weird stuff's happening and you don't yeah. know why and like there's people coming in even and i felt like that that was just nailed yeah. it even like small scenes where like somebody spills something and she's like trying to clean it and they're like no i'll get it and they fuck more shit up because they're trying to help like that and like the way he f- shoots it it's like it builds up the tension just on people trying to help where you're like I've felt that way so many times where it's like, oh, I'll get it. And then they knock something else over, which fucks something else up more. Where you're like, just stop. Everyone stop what they're doing. (laughs) Stand still. I'm going to get this. And it'll be fine. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, man. It was a... It was something else. Yeah, I... I, (laughs) But I... I I don't know. I, I really enjoyed it. Even though it's... It... I will agree that it's pretentious at times, but I thought it was... I thought it was pretty smart and it was pretty well shot and I liked it a lot. It was well shot. Like I mm-hmm. do agree with that and even our review of it. Like I would say like I loved 
that like it's pretty much all of Jennifer Lawrence's perspective because even a lot of it is filmed like right over her shoulder or whatever. Yeah. So you get to see like first person view almost. Aronofsky's yeah. got a thing with that. Like the wrestler did it, Black Swan did it. He's mm-hmm. got that kind of first person view. Yeah. The end is the house is just getting war torn. Reminded me of Children of Men, where he's oh, like shit. running yeah. through the yeah. city and the tanks yeah. blasting it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Pro- just missed my top ten. I enjoyed it quite a bit but it is uh not for everybody no it's no, not and if you not. said you don't like it nowhere i'm completely near. fine with that yeah. nowhere, I, nowhere near nowhere near i, I like that when we did that one because like this was like one of the films like this year that was completely divisive yeah and it showed in our review because i fucking hated it <laughs> <laughs> and, and you loved it so well loved it to an extent or whatever yeah. but like i i like that yeah that we yep. both weren't on the same page that makes for interesting reviews. That's it right. Does. Mm-hmm. Moving on. Yep. <laughs> it's real foggy oh, outside. Is that yeah. Oh yeah. I'm glad you braved the fog. Oh coming man. Here. Yeah, yeah. Baby, like it's foggy outside. <laughs> uh, where are we on number six? There's nothing in your drink. Drink up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my number six is another superhero flick. Spider-Man: Homecoming is my Ooh. number six. Um, I really. Uh, dug this movie when it came out. I think as a Marvel movie, it's got the best Marvel villain yeah. that it has ever shown up on screen yet. It, Agreed. I think Keaton blows Loki out of the water. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> he's um, a human villain. Yeah, and yeah. he's understandable. Like, you can get where he's coming from, which An- I'm like, Another product perfect. of Tony Stark. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, like, the scene where they're just, like, in the car, all three of them are in the car together... Best scene in any mm-hmm. Marvel movie, I'm yeah. gonna say almost hands down. Yeah. Yep. Like so much tension. When the red light turns and the whole the color palette of the car turns this fiery red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he knows he's caught. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Um I just and the color in general, it's like super bright and saturated. Because me and Joel, uh early maybe last year, we came across this like YouTube video that showed like all the desaturation of all the color and all these oh, Marvel yeah. movies and stuff, yeah. which was yep. very interesting to see. And I think Disney might have seen it too. Yeah. Because like oh, since then, they've made like Guardians 2, this movie, Thor, Thor yeah. and like everything is super bright or whatever. Yeah. And Even Black Panther looks pretty bright. Right. Yeah. Comparatively. For and being so... a movie called Black Panther, <laughs> there's a lot of color in it. Yeah. Well... <laughs> African American is the term yeah. they use now. Let's just stop saying color. Yeah, let's, yeah. <laughs> steering away from that. Uh, but uh, but all the primary colors in this really popped. Like when yeah. he was in the Spider-Man outfit with like that gold jacket on or whatever. Uh-huh. It might have been just in the the uh, posters or whatever. But I'm like that really pops and that looks really good. Did you watch the movie or did you walk past a poster? <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I might have went to go see Mother instead. Do you remember a part in the movie that said coming soon? (laughs) (laughs) Might have been a subtitle. (laughs) This is my number six because it was a really good trailer. (laughs) Had a fantastic frame. Yeah, yeah. No, I I dug it a lot. It was an honorable mention for me, too, and it could have been interchangeable with about any of my other superhero movies. uh, Oh, go on. I was going to say two quick notes. I loved his uh, friend in it. Yep. Great sidekick who isn't annoying and is is like generally funny. Yeah. Yeah. Man in the chair. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He's great. And I also loved that Spider-Man is not invincible in this. Yeah. We've just been, we've had five Spider-Man movies where he can do anything. Right. And I loved in this that stop, that 
stopping the elevator from falling in the Washington Monument was like a oh a, big ma- deal. a monumental yeah. task, if I may. Uh, <laughs> oh my God! Jump may, on the no bones about it. <laughs> yeah, like that was a big. <laughs> <laughs> that was a big thing for him, and he almost failed like numerous times. And yep. then the end too, where he's uh, trapped under the rubble, and it recreates that famous, oh, yeah, amazing really Spider-Man cover yeah. where he like he's trapped, and he's like calling for help, and yeah. you're like, oh, someone help that poor kid. <laughs> yeah. And then like he's... he has to do it. He he gets out, and then yeah. he, you know he keeps going. Really good, really good. Best Spider-Man by far. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I was going to make a point, but then... I'm sorry. Maybe Joel, you, maybe you said it. <laughs> I'm not sure. Let him regroup. But it, it, uh, it was... It was by far, like, the best Spider-Man movie, I think. Yeah. Um, Younging him up helped. Yeah, it really did. Um, and I am looking forward to seeing more of him. And it's weird that it was a weird Sony-Disney, like, <laughs> weird dispute, and it still worked? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. great. Like, mm-hmm. all more power to him. Like, and it was, like... One of the movies that had that inserted comedy in it that I didn't ever feel didn't work all of the time. Because yeah. even in Thor and Guardians, like some of it was quippy, but I'm like, that didn't work. That didn't work. Thor, for all the good ones, had its fair share of like groaners and misses, yeah. I felt mm-hmm. like. And this one, not at all. Right. It was all mm-hmm. very natural. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I felt like that had to do with a lot of the cast, because a lot of the cast was comedians, too. Yeah. Like Hannibal Burris. Oh, the, and, the gym uh, teacher yeah. is and, fantastic. Yeah. All the, cap- yeah. the Captain America PSAs Pretty sure he's a war great. criminal now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love how he's like, your gym teacher over here, he points to the right, and the gym teacher is on his left. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's all good. Like, it, I loved the whole thing. Yeah. Really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's pretty much all you got to say about Spider-Man Homecoming. All right. Um, I've heard the director of that did a really good movie called Cop Car. Where Kevin Bacon is oh, like yeah. a, a asshole cop, and some kids steal his car, and then he hunts them down. Yeah, oh, and fuck. that's like all he's. I think that's all the guy's done. I kind of want to see that yeah, now. I do yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Might have to check it out. Um, my number. We're on five now. We're halfway. Oh done, my gents. gosh. Yeah, we're I'll take another through. beer. All right. <laughs> we're halfway through. Yep. Another beer. So five is the most recent movie that I've seen on my list. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just saw it last week. Shape of Water. Oh, oh, how was shit. it? How was it? Hang tight. I'll tell you in a minute. Mm, you have a nice swig of that beer to kill airtime. Very good. Ah, it was good. All right. Joel, you're number five. <laughs> no, it was it was very good. Um, it is extremely Guillermo del Toro-y. Good. Um, it is his most whimsical to date. While Even also, more than the Pan's Labyrinth? Yeah. Yeah, really? well, also wow. having all of the um, the depressing, uh, horrible human nature that we've come to expect out of oh, his of movies course. as well. Even more than Pan's Labyrinth? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, it is the most like Pan's Labyrinth of anything. Less fantastical outside of the fish man, of course, but sure. it's in a very like real world setting. Mm-hmm. But just kind of like a little heightened reality. Kind okay. of like a little bit like Baby Driver, where it's not completely realistic. It's uh-huh. it's its own thing, sure, but um, it's just kind of amped up a bit. Mm-hmm. Michael Shannon is a fantastic villain in this. He's mm-hmm. despicable yet likable and a little sympathetic at mm-hmm. times, and he has some disgusting moments in that. <laughs> like you know how in Pan's Labyrinth, the the general 
bashes the guy's face in with the bottle. I do. There's moments like that in this. Ooh, more bottle? <laughs> um, no bottle. Just some uh, self-mutilation, oh, actually. Oh, my Jesus. goodness. But yeah, Del Toro is the king of making something that could very much be like an all-ages fairy tale, a dark fairy tale, mm -hmm. and then just ramping up the gore for <laughs> one just moment out of nowhere. Like, if, have you seen Crimson Peak? Uh, no, I haven't yet, but I've heard people Ghost talk. Ghost Story 1, there's a moment in that, too, where, like, someone gets their face bashed in on a sink, God. and it is just excessively <laughs> violent. I mean, it's very much what I assume it would be like if someone got their face bashed in, mm -hmm. but, like, he doesn't pull punches when it gets to the violence. He, he has his heart on his sleeve in this, so it is a romantic thing, mm -hmm. but it is still, when it's dark, it is dark, mm. and he doesn't sugarcoat it. Mm -hmm. But uh, the lead actress is fantastic in it. She's mm -hmm. mute, um, and she has this beautiful relationship with her next-door neighbor. Um, I can't think of the guy's name. He's the uh, father in Six Feet Under, and he's in Burn After Reading, uh, the dead father in Six Feet Under. He's oh, in a ton of stuff. shit. Bald yeah. guy. He's like a painter. Like it's an old. It's like Cold War era, I think, and he's... Someone who is a uh, advertiser and he yeah. hand draws all the advertisements and it's right at the era when they're phasing them out and going for photography. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of an interesting throwback Richard to Jenkins. that time period. Yes, that's him. Yeah, and he's great. And he's so uh, good. He's a gay guy too. So at oh, that time, nice. that's very, you know, taboo. Yeah. Um, yeah. Richard Jenkins needs more work. The dude's oh, fucking he's fantastic. He's great in everything he's in. He's amazing. Yeah. Um, then she has a, a friend at the facility she works with, this really lovable, like, African-American yeah. woman. Every character in it's great and likable, even the villains. Um, and, of course, the fish man is fantastic. Sure. Doug, Doug, Doug Sapien. <laughs> Doug Jones. <laughs> Doug Sapien. This could easily be a Hellboy prequel, because he looks just like his Abe Sapien yeah. design. Uh -huh. And Del Toro is a big monster movie fan. He said, like, Creature from the Black Lagoons, one of his favorite. When he was mm -hmm. making Hellboy, he said Abe Sapien was his favorite. Yeah. So it's natural progression that, like, when left to his own devices, he makes this sure. weird fish monster movie. <laughs> mm -hmm. But it is, uh, it's fun. It reminded me a lot of this French film, Amelie. Have you ever seen that? I want to see it. I've heard it's great good stuff about Just it. Yeah, a fun, pleasant time, and that's how this is when there aren't horrible grotesqueries uh, <laughs> being committed. But I definitely recommend it. The fact that this is getting recognition from like awards is fantastic because mm -hmm. it's beautiful, well made, great, but weird as hell. Mm -hmm. You know, so like, yeah, like movies can Oscar winning movies can be something other than like dry movies about like you know like the post or bridge of spies <laughs> yeah. or something i'm yep. sure they're all great but like sure. isn't this a little more fun like yeah. there's a monster yeah, yeah. in it exactly. but it's still a very serious heartfelt movie mm -hmm. so yeah i would say absolutely see it oh sweet right. deal i'm for it uh, I definitely want to see it when it comes out. Speaking of Doug Jones, like today, oddly enough, I was watching just random some YouTube stuff and i found out what Doug Jones's first makeup job that he was in a suit was really and it was for a commercial for mcdonald's the grimace <laughs> it wasn't the grimace it was a character they don't use anymore but it was he was like the moon man or something oh i had a happy meal toy of him he's horrifying yeah he was he's like the crescent moon face. crescent moon face mm. with sunglasses and they were trying to like Fuck. they were trying to like uh, uh advertise like having people go to mcdonald's for like dinner at night or whatever Ugh. and so it was like this kind of like I don't know, like Ray Charles esque character who would play the piano and like 
like sing about come to McDonald's tonight or something like that. I Clock out s- of your shift at the Walmart. <laughs> take your wife out to an expensive dinner. I want to say that there was a there was a slide at the McDonald's close to us that had Moon Man's face. That might be correct. I want to say that that's. I never knew he was a McDonald's character until today, but apparently he was a big deal for like and for like the eighties to like the nineties. Yeah, like now that you say it and like the whole crescent moon thing, I'm like, I'm pretty sure there was like a some kind of slide or some kind of thing in like in like the back of this McDonald's where we close to where we live, where I'm pretty sure I remember seeing it. Um so anyway, that was his first makeup like gig that he got really and he was in all of their commercials except for two of them i think and they made like 30 commercials wow with him as the moon man or whatever (laughs) and then i guess like if you want to go on with the whole video like just this last year like the alt-right used him as like uh, was like with pedro (laughs) the frog (laughs) what yeah and so like they totally screwed the whole thing up Uh, so bring back moon man yeah anyway that's just a little fun fact about Doug oh, Jones. Doug Jones. It's great, though. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. He's every monster. Like, yeah. Every great monster <laughs> every on film is good Doug monster Jones. monster is Doug Jones. Oh, yeah. Yep. Well, uh, Troy, your number six is my number five. Oh. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Ooh. Really enjoyed it. In fact, uh, pretty much talking about everything that you said, plus uh, I love that this movie, instead of trying to expand outward with the Marvel Universe, like, try to go more inward, like, mm-hmm. really try and focus on, like, the the working class in, like, yeah. this universe. Mm-hmm. I thought it was, like, a really interesting concept, especially because everything seems so larger than life. Like, to actually kind of ground it made this universe seem more livable. Mm-hmm. And I really, I thought that was what made this film a hell of a lot more, like, better than... Like the things that came out this year, like mm-hmm. beyond Guardians and uh, Thor. Yeah, it wasn't like a global snapshot of yeah. them like jumping from country to country. Yeah, it was yeah. like it was Brooklyn all yeah, it was all Queens. in Bro- mm-hmm. yeah, it was all in Queens, and it was all just these people trying to get by. Even the villain itself was trying to get by, mm-hmm. and uh, I thought this was like the funniest film of the year. Even like mm-hmm. the comedy didn't feel forced. It felt like people living their lives. Like yeah. even like mm-hmm. down to. Uh, uh oh shit what's his name glover yeah like donald glover being like my ice cream's in the trunk yeah like, was like <laughs> he gets his fucking like web like his hand webbed to like the car like it's just it's like something where it's like i laugh because i can connect with that because like i i don't go I anywhere ice cream in yeah the trunk. <laughs> if i buy ice cream i'm not gonna fucking go to a movie i'm gonna go home that shit's gonna melt mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's right. shit like that like none of the comedy feels forced and like all of the high school kids feel really down to earth and like they feel like actual high school kids. Mm-hmm. And even the, the villain, like, even when you, like, see what his normal everyday life is, like, you can almost kind of sympathize with him. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, he's really good at this. Why wouldn't he do this? Yeah. Yeah. And he doesn't hate Peter. Like, in no. fact, he likes Peter. Yeah, he gives he him a couple chances. He's like, I'll I'll kill you, but I don't want to. You yeah. know, like, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh, it had some good lines in there. I love when yeah. Ned and Peter are like sneaking around because Shocker and someone else are coming into the school, and Ned's like up against a wall, and then like <laughs> Chess Club is in the room next to him. They look out the glass room or out the window, and he like plays it off like nothing. He's like, "Hey, wh- what's going on?" And they're like, yeah. 
chess. <laughs> it had so many great like cameos without being forced down your throat because mm -hmm. the um, uh, the guy you were just talking about is Aaron Davis, Miles Morales' yeah. uncle, yeah, who becomes Donald Prowler, yeah. yeah, in the Ultimate Spider-Man comics. Right. The uh, the drug dealer on the boat is Scorpion, mm -hmm. Matt Gargan. Mm -hmm. You had the Tinker, you had the Shocker. Mm -hmm. A lot of good little callouts without like. Cramming them, yeah, yep. without like a post-credit sequence yeah. for yeah. all these. Like yeah. it all felt like it flowed together. Like nothing felt forced. Like mm -hmm. a lot, like like I felt like a lot of the comedy in Thor and uh, Guardians, mm -hmm. like or just some of the things in general, felt kind of forced. But in this, it, like it all kind of flowed naturally. I felt like, yeah. And the Vulture is one of the best designed. And his whole backstory mm -hmm. is better than yeah. any vulture we've ever had in the comics. <laughs> yeah, the ever. fact that he's yeah. like he's a scavenger. He picks up old tech from yeah. superhero yeah. fights and repurposes it into weapons and a flight suit. Yeah, is brilliant. Like, yeah. That should be what Marvel's Vulture is right now in the comics. Like, that is absolutely what it should be. Yeah. Not like an old man in, like, pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. And he's, like, when he swoops down and attacks Peter, yeah. he's horrifying. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. Like, very this, imposing. Yeah, this monster, this cybernetic monster that just shoots out of the sky and scoops him up. Yeah. Yeah, great villain. Really well mm -hmm. done. God, I want to watch it right now. I do, too. Let's put it in. <laughs> yeah, let's just stop <laughs> yeah. doing this shit. No, yeah, keep it on. We'll do a commentary. <laughs> well, that's my number five. Oh, mm -hmm. sweet deal. Uh, my number five is pro maybe something that's higher on your guys' list. I'm not sure. But it is Get Out. All right. Get Out. It's a get bit higher. Out. It is a bit higher on mine as well. I thought about maybe getting it higher um, on this, but um, this higher is where it landed. Higher. Uh, higher. <laughs> I was really blown away by this movie because um, everyone said it was really great. And some a lot of times people say that. I'm like... Okay, like I'm sure really... it's good. Game <laughs> yeah. of Thrones, yeah, yeah. 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 Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> okay. But I go in and watch it, and it's got a premise that I've never seen before from like a frame of mind that is not my own, and I really enjoyed the way this movie led me on like a weird journey where I ended up like having this weird, bizarre twist. And I was like still into it. Yeah. And I'm like, this is all great. Like, I love everything that this movie is giving me right now. Yeah, I agree. Um, as three white dudes here, <laughs> yeah. it's hard to identify with, you know, what a black guy must feel like when yeah. he's completely outnumbered and brought mm -hmm. into this, like, rich country club type of village. Yeah. But, I mean, like, I could feel how awkward that is for him. <laughs> that movie yeah. played up awkward it, oh, so well. It did yeah, it very, very well. well. And, uh, like, there's stuff that, like, Joel, I think you brought up on an earlier show yeah. of, like, stuff they set up in the beginning that pays off in the end that is just little subtle things mm -hmm. that, yeah. like, I didn't see on it the first viewing of it. But, like, going back and, like, having to watch it again, you would be like, oh, check that out. Like, he totally <laughs> gets it at the end by that or yeah. whatever and, like, all this mm -hmm. other stuff. And I'm like, it's really smart and well, really well done. Even mm -hmm. a lot of the dialogue, like, as some of these white characters start to have, like, these jovial conversations with him, uh -huh. they'll start their sentence with something that... You could, you. It feels like it's going into a racist joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah and you're yeah. just like bracing for it, and then they kind of twist it. But you're still like, I don't know. That was a little too close. Where they <laughs> right? said like, what do you call a, like a bus full of dead something? A good start. And it's like growing up in a small 
you know, Midwestern town. <laughs> yeah. That joke yeah. is usually punctuated by like a racial, very yeah. racist something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So and, and like that's the way you you look at that. Yeah, so yeah. when that comes in, you're just like, oh god, what are you doing? It's like a curb your enthusiasm moment. <laughs> and then they play it off, but like you're you're with the black character where you're like, uh-huh, uh-huh. what are, what are you doing? <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah, the twist, you couldn't see it coming because it's so outlandish. Yeah. Oh yeah, right. But. Uh, it worked. You're just you're mm-hmm. long for the ride, and it just keeps ramping up and up. Yeah. Like yeah. it gets more and more ridiculous as it goes. It does a great job on building tension. Yeah, like oh, yeah. like a like a Hitchcock movie where it just like starts out weird and like yep. little weird mm-hmm. things are yeah. happening. It builds on top of each other, never lets you have like a release. Yeah, yeah. And it's really like, like especially like around that scene where like shit is hitting the fan and like you know something's off and he knows something's off and it's just like something's gonna happen. Something's gonna happen and then. Like, the shoe drops, you're like, he's fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) And certain scenes that could, in any other context, could seem very comical. Maybe that's why it's nominated for Best Comedy. (laughs) Like, the, uh, the, the manservant running at him full speed out of the darkness where you're like throw a different soundtrack on that it's hilarious but in that context like you picture yourself out in the middle of the night and someone just runs straight at you out of the darkness yeah horrifying yeah 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 might as well be the vulture jumping out (laughs) of the clouds at you (laughs) yeah Right. And I mean, not to spoil anything, but I love that it had like a happy ending too. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. after everything that this guy goes through, it could very well, especially oh, yeah. in today's climate, right? Do you see the alternate ending too? Yes, it? and it's the opposite. It's the right? exact opposite. It's what you'd expect it to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's like I'm glad it ended with like a chuckle. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, me yeah. too. And I don't want to. I don't want to hog too much mic time. If you've got it higher. And I've got it higher too, actually. Oh, yeah. yeah there you <laughs> so go. Uh, maybe we're going to talk about it quite a yeah, bit. Yeah, we'll now. probably yeah, we talk can, about it more. Swing back. Later. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we can move on to it. We'll swing back. Is it me now? Go for yeah, it. It is you. Yeah. All right. My number four uh, Wonder Woman. Oh, my. Wonder Woman. Yeah. Anyone else got this on? Not here? to spoil anything, but my number four is also Wonder Woman. Ooh, should we do Whoa, a twofer? Uh, Joel, want to join in? What's your number four? No, is it not, not Wonder Woman? It's not Wonder Woman. Right, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Well, we'll 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 double team this Wonder sure, Woman. Sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I have so many things. I wanted to say we'll run a train on this Wonder Woman, it. but it's not the it's not the time. I'll just bend over and take it. <laughs> uh, so this is both of ours. We could both jump in, but mm-hmm. just a refreshing the first real win of the DC universe here. Yeah, and uh, one of the most spot on casting. Yeah, and uh, captures just the heroic tone that has been missing from so many, both DC and Marvel yeah, movies. Any of, yeah, yeah, I don't know if anyone's nailed the tone like Wonder Woman did on just right. the perfect hero. Yeah, that and like it co- comes from a completely different direction where it's like a tone of like sympathy and compassion rather mm-hmm. than just like being a big guy who can punch stuff and be a hero or whatever yeah and like i love that aspect of it especially even before it gets to the no man's land scene where she sees the strife of characters and she just wants to help yeah and like nobody is letting her and she's just like yeah. fuck you guys i know no one, <laughs> yeah. you guys suck up until yeah. then no one knows that she has any powers whatsoever you know right. so they're just like no come on they'll get you killed and yeah, then yeah. that moment like it's halfway through the movie but right that is by far the best part of the movie. Yeah. And it is so great when she, yeah. like, sheds the coat and goes out in the full outfit and everything yep. and just cleans the house. Yeah. That's... It's like, it, it's like, and that kind of reminds me of, like, if you're, like, 
if you can play Grand Theft Auto, but you're only given 30, 60 minutes to play it, where it's like, there's so many side missions, but it's like, no, we, you gotta do the main stuff, you wanna get the full story. Where it's like, God, alright, I'll do that then. Wow, were you working on that analogy? That was, that was naturally? Uh, that is exactly it. You've nailed it. Yeah. Um, just your great movie, you know? Yeah. Like, I... This was very. Everyone was on the fence on this before it came out. You know, I you're hearing worry. You're hearing people worried that it might bomb. There's reviews saying that it, you know, was, it no, was good. no good. Yeah, and uh, it it's the best best movie by far. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and also having it come out after like Batman v Superman and all that mm-hmm. other stuff too. Like, because I went and re-listened to our what we are anticipating for 2017. Yeah, and I put this high on my list. But I only did it because I was way curious on how it was going to be, <laughs> like, it was going to perform with audiences. And yeah. because I had no faith in it. Because you did hear those stories, like, oh, it's no good. Like, even Warner Brothers says, like, blah, or whatever. And it came out and blew everyone's mind. Oh. Nobody likes women. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly what it was. Oh, man. I love the fact that, like, women got behind this. Men, too. But, mm-hmm. like, women yeah. really took to this. Right. And, like, it, they championed for it. And it was this big thing it was the highest grossing movie this big thing for female directors female action stars and it's wonder woman like right perfect yeah you know like that is to stick it that is what wonder woman is she should be an inspiration for everybody but especially women yeah exactly Uh, the only downfall i do give it is like it does end like kind of like all the dc movies end with like a boss battle yeah but like even then like the the movie was, like, enough ride, and it was, like, a bit of a twist. Yeah, I mean, if she didn't have a big showdown with someone, if it was just that one evil guy that's the evil guy in every movie, right? it would be a little lackluster. Yeah. I mean, she had to fight something, you know? Yeah. I was, I was fine with it. Yeah, like, I was yeah, kind of expecting I, I was too, it. I wasn't yeah. wowed by it, but it's like, yeah, you know, it's mm-hmm. that type of movie. Everything else it did right, so I'm, that's fine. Right, and it's also weird that, like... Uh, like, just, this is thinking in, like, way hindsight after it's all done, but, like, she goes to defeat, like, the biggest evil because of the big Great War, but then, like, there's a terrible one, like, coming right around the corner. She yeah. Out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Glad like, we ducked that bullet. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. whoops. We did it. We defeated evil. Yeah, yeah. I like that it was We set... ended war. <laughs> Congratulations. I love that it was set in World War One because nothing yeah. ever is. Yeah. I know. And but... no one can fact check that. Nobody right. knows. <laughs> There's no Nazis in that. Yeah, so it's like, oh, I don't know. But, like, that that's just a little funny thing or whatever. Oh, yeah. Also, like... Because it is World War One, like, Steve Trevor gets in, like, a plane because he's a pilot, right? Mm-hmm. Like, planes were, like, just invented then. So, like, his plane is, like, janky as shit, and I love seeing that. Yeah. For him to drop a bomb, he literally just has to, throws like, it out the window. tilt the plane and, like, lob a bomb out of his... But doing uh-huh. it by hand, because this plane is made of, like, wood and cloth. Yep. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, it was good, though. Like, yeah, spot really on casting. It. I would say, like, Christopher Reeve-level casting yeah. of her there. That's perfect. If yeah, I yeah. see her in interviews, I just picture that she's Wonder Woman in real life. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, seems yeah. like she embodies that character. Yeah. And just great movie. Yeah. Good one. I think it'll stand the test of time more than probably any other superhero movie we've got in the last decade. Yeah, probably. Uh, also, like, I when I was coming back from California... Not only did I watch Planet of the Apes, but I also watched, started watching this again. Mm-hmm. And it was getting to the point right before the No Man's Land scene, and we landed by then. Oh. And I'm just like, 
I just want to see the yeah. fucking rest of this. Come on. Because I was like, I was getting really into it again. I'm like, I forgot how great this movie was. Yeah. Supporting cast. Everyone in it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I got to the point where they were like sitting around that campfire and oh, they yeah. meet with like the chief or whatever. Yep. And they, they, then she learns like the strife of him because like, oh, that man took away like my, right. all my land and all that shit. In the snipers <laughs> haunted by nightmares. Yeah, and all, all that, that stuff. When you're getting all the character moment, you're like, man, this is really good at this point. Like, War's hell. Yeah. War's hell, bro. <laughs> freaking now I just gotta get out in O'Hare and just be miserable. Yeah. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, solid movie. Mm-hmm. She's great in it. Yeah, very good. Very good. Well, my number four is one that was brought up earlier. War. For the planet of oh, the apes, dark horse, dark horse it, yeah. No, uh, from what like all you guys said before. Plus, I, I love the idea of uh, the fact that they actually do emphasize the thought of war in terms of like there's no set idea like sides in this, especially like thinking back to like this is like the simplest war ever, where it's humans versus apes. But yet, they still have, like, apes going to the human side, and humans going to the ape side, and then, like, humans killing other humans. Does that happen? And apes killing other apes? Apes revolt? Yeah! Oh, man. I don't know know nothing about this. Oh, okay, yeah. But no, it's like that, where it's, like, uh, based on the the, uh, uh, actions of what happened in 2, there's certain apes that feel like... I strongly uh, oppose Caesar's yeah. rule. Yeah, well, no, 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 no. I would like to return to my cage in the zoo with my regular feelings. It's, no, well, it's not like that, but it's like uh, there's another ape in in the second one that has a different view as opposed to Caesar, and they feel like the humans share more of an ideal of what, uh, I think it's Kubo or something, hmm. like what his ideal was, so then they start siding with him. So then it, now, now it's like turning into... A real cluster, like real cluster of like it's not just humans versus apes. It's like some apes siding with humans, and then some humans siding more with apes, on in the sense where like humans are like now turning on other humans. Wow, and I, I didn't lo- know it had that dynamic. Yeah, to I it. like that idea because it's like war is not very set. Is not even in a war between apes and humans is not very set in stone. Like there's so many sides to a war, <clears throat> where. You don't you don't know who's like brother fight, fights brother mm-hmm. like apes could fight apes humans could fight humans mm-hmm. and I love that I that they bring that idea about where it's like even though it's so straightforward where it's supposed to be apes versus humans it still becomes a clusterfuck where yeah. you don't even, you don't know whose sides on who yeah and I huh. love that idea in it what's an, what's the second apes movie called Dawn uh, of the Planet oh of the yeah, yeah that's yeah. it okay enough time has like gone. From dawn to war, yeah, where like some lines are grayed, and yeah, like, you get to see like people on both sides. Yeah, well, like there's some apes that sided more with what is it, K- Kobo, Kubo or something. Yeah, like it's that. something yeah, like that. The, the like the bad ape. Yeah, that's like, not called bad ape. Yeah, <laughs> he had he had movie. other ideals that Caesar didn't have, and because of that, and now that he's dead, like there's some apes that feel like. Because he's gone, they have no other option but to side with the humans. So then that so that's what grays the lines a lot. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And it's really interesting. And then that plus, like, the ideal of, like, humans forming these, like, monkey concentration camps. And then, like, Steve Zahn is Bad Ape, which I think is, like, one of the most compelling performances 
in CG outside of and of uh, Andy Circus playing Caesar in general, I thought yeah. was amazing. Yeah, hmm. like just all that like bunched together in this film, and just the fact that it's the ending, and they actually do cement an ending where this could be a trilogy by itself. I thought was I thought it was perfect. I thought it was really good. Yep. I need to see these apes movies. You need to get on. Them, you need to get on them. Yeah. Does anyone ever say you blew it up? You damn fools. You blew it damn up. Dirty I don't apes. know. No. There's some shit that blows up in this one. I don't know if they anyone they might have talks said about it. it. They might have said it. The original one ends. You blew it up. Statue of Liberty. You blew it up. They ever get a statue? Statue of Liberty. Ever you don't get prevalent? a Statue of Liberty. There's not 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 that much time has passed. No. Okay. But they do make reference. I'll pass. In the they do inter- <laughs> they do inter- they do introduce Nova in the third one. Nova. The are girl fam- from the actual. Are you familiar with the original like no. movies? No. There's yeah. like just a, the ending. There's a Nova Core. Gr- <laughs> there's yeah. a girl in uh, the original movies that's like primitive. Like uh-huh. a human girl that's primitive, and then like all these apes are sophisticated. So the, the, the blonde girl? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Her name is Nova or whatever, and they introduce yeah. her. They introduce her, and they even show how she gets her name, too. Okay. Yeah. Which is really interesting. Yeah. All right. All right. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But no, that's my number four. Uh, Wonder Woman's. Hmm. Well, do you want to skip me and then yeah. Dave jump on to three? You can pretty much skip me, too, because my number three is get out! <laughs> get hey, out! Guess what? My number three is get out! Oh, oh let's, my get out! Let's revisit it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. From, wait, it. from here on out, um, this might be spoiler, but are anyone's one and two? Have Has anyone... Huh, have we touched on anyone's one and two pick yet? Yes, yeah. my number two pick has been okay. already said once. Okay. My, uh, right. I bet well, I know I'll, what I'll, it is. I'll, I'll talk about it later. Let's uh, <laughs> let if if your number two pick is someone's number one pick, let's try to give them the floor for their yep, number one. That sounds pick. good. Go. Okay, there you go. Is that the best way to say it after yes. four beers? There you yes. Go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, uh, but I'll uh, get, out. get out. Yeah. Do you have anything more to add to get out? Uh, I just love that. Uh, like this made my this was way lower on my list until I watched it a second time. Oh, I almost watched it again because on the plane because I second, felt the same way. The second time was like you. I almost I, I came to the realization that there's no wasted lines. No, there's no wasted it's a scene. Tight movie. Oh no my god, no wasted it is. lines in the entire film. Like everything, like the entire conversation that uh, he has with the dad, all leads up to the end. Yeah. Like down to like how the dad hates deer, how uh uh like how his father used to be a track star. That all comes back in the end. I hate to say like an Edgar Wright movie because we brought him up a lot. Yeah, but like it's in ve- Hot Fuzz, it is how very every yeah. single line it is, is it like is. something that happens at the end. I, I it's totally exactly agree. Like I totally agree. And it's fantastic. Yeah, and how it would all... you edit anything out of that? Exactly, exactly. It's perfect. It's down to like the very quintessential like and then uh, Allison Williams as the girlfriend is perfect oh, because yeah. I was on yeah. her side the entire time until oh, the shoe drops. Such a yeah. kick. Where you're like, God damn it, it's so perfect. And he's yep. just trapped. Yeah. <laughs> there's nowhere else for him to go once the shoe oh. drops. Was that the guy in the cycling episode of Black Mirror? Yes. yes. I thought so. He was great in it too. Yeah. That yeah. Uh, that long stare he has to do is... <laughs> yeah. And he doesn't have the benefit of the clockwork orange uh, eyebrow or eyelash <laughs> pullers. Yeah, yeah. Like, he just has to stare yep. and, and, you know, 
tear up. Even like mm-hmm. even like looking up Easter eggs for this film, where like people brought up like things where it's like, God damn it, that's so perfect. Like the fact that he saves himself by picking cotton. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> is so perfect. Like it's just all like small stuff like that. Like it's. Did Jordan Peele write this too? Yeah, oh, I think man. he did. Yeah. Wow, what yeah. a. What I know, like he's just so there. goddamn talented, and it everything about it is just it's 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 a borderline perfect film. It is. I yeah. remember watching it and loving it, and I went into it like I've heard this is good. I hope it is. Yeah. Let's see what it is. Yeah, and we're just invested a hundred percent. It had uh, one of the only scenes like of any movie I saw this year that made me legit like uncomfortable, like the hypnosis scene where it mm-hmm. makes him sink. Yeah, and when he like sinks into, the, I must have like a weird claustrophobia thing yeah. or something yeah, like yeah, that. Because yeah, yeah. it's like now sink, and he just sinks into the blackness or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, that made me legit like uncomfortable to watch because mm-hmm. I'm just yeah. like, oh fuck, I don't like this at all. Like, but uh, and even that scene makes sense because it's like she's like fishing for an instance where you would be frozen in place. Yeah, where it it you, it's not like a thing where it's like okay, I'm hypnotizing you. Now I've got you. It's more like she fishes for what's an instance in your life where you couldn't move. Now I'm going to f- like push you into that instance so that I know exactly that you I know if I put you back in this moment you won't move. Like that's mm-hmm. what made sense. And that that's why he kept scratching at the at the armchair because he, she put her back she put him back in that instance. Yeah. God, it is great. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it is uh, a fantastic, like modern social horror film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The same way, like American Psycho is a great like social satire. Yeah, this is. Yeah. Oh yeah, same oh, type exactly. of thing. Yeah, amazing. Um, I heard that his next film or his next project might be a uh, mini series called Lovecraft County or Lovecraft Country. For yeah. HBO, okay. So I, it's a book, and I went and read the book, yeah. and it's it's interesting. Okay. I I didn't love it, but I would be open to seeing what he did with it. Well, yeah. I heard he was gonna like start doing like some episodes of a uh, Twilight Zone that they were gonna start. Oh doing, yeah, doing like a Twilight Zone. We have Black Mirror now. We don't need another Twilight Zone. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But in no. that new Amazon show, Electric Sheep, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're doing like yeah. a bunch the of Philip uh, K. Dick yeah, adaptations. Philip K. Dick adaptations. Yeah, that'd be that that would be really interesting too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So get out. Great. Best yeah. best Fant- horror flick yeah. of the year. Fantastic. If you want to call it that, yeah. you don't have to. <laughs> you can call it comedy. If wait, you. wait. No, it's not the best horror flick of the year. Spoilers. Hi-yo. Oh, oh! <laughs> <laughs> look out! But it's good. It's very good. All right. Uh, so is that me then? Yep. Yep. We have number three. My number three is The Big Sick by Ooh. Kumail Nanjiani. Uh, I really enjoyed this. It was, uh, it's a story somewhat about his life. Um, his wife didn't start it, but it is about his wife getting sick. Yeah. Uh, the big one. The big sick. <laughs> the big sick. <laughs> um, Ray Romano is great in it. Kumail is great in it. All of his supporting cast is great. It's like a real, it's like a uh, a comedy that came out that is not like over the top and just super goofy and everything. Yeah. It's heartfelt. It's down to earth. It's real. It's raw in some mm-hmm. points. Have you seen it yet, GT? Yeah, yeah, I saw it. I, I love how it takes like a like a Pakistani family and doesn't cart- cartoon. 
Like it doesn't make yeah. it into, like a cartoon where no. it's like, like, uh, eat, like, like it's not a family you can't connect with. Like you, it's like a family like you can actually connect with and you actually like them. Yeah, I I appreciated all of those things a lot. Yeah, and I I thought it was one of the more original takes on a movie this year, even though it is somewhat like of a rom com. Um, mm-hmm. but I felt it was done better than all of them. And yeah. like I, I it's kind of too bad like I haven't heard much about it since. Like was it up for any like Golden Globes or anything like that? No. That was one of the big things about the, the Golden snubs. Globes this year was that it got snubbed and like people were like kind of <laughs> there was like some people that were up in arms about it. Yeah. I mean, the biggest thing I've heard about it recently is that like, you can find it on Pornhub. <laughs> which <laughs> yeah. is like that's too bad cuz I Yeah, it's I, really well done. They even they even go beyond like his relationship in general and they go into uh the the uh girlfriend's rela- like parents relationship which is also really Which well is really done. yeah, really inter- like like it was it felt like a subplot where it's like, "Oh shit, they're going to force this in." But even that comes out like really interesting where it even it draws you more into the film as opposed to kind of like waiting for this to get over so you can go back into what's really interesting. Yeah, it helps everything coalesce together until the end, and I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed it. Obviously, enough to make it my number three. Oh yeah, I've I've this year it was like a great year for like some other voices to yeah. like come into the mix, and I felt like with Patty Jenkins and Jordan Peele and Kamel Nanjiani, you got those, yeah. and they're all in uh, like a lot of people's top ten lists. Yeah, are like Taika Watiti too, and Taika Watiti, like yeah. all of these other people that like they're not just fucking rich white guys that are all <laughs> making this shit, which yeah. is very interesting, and like the fact that like the boys club became such a huge deal this year. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully next year that now, those people now there's are out more, yeah. more people, now there's more people that void. are, yeah, more yeah. people that are not shit bags actually <laughs> make good films. Yeah. Can so, you imagine if we get a fantastic four flick that isn't dictated by like the heads of Fox or something like that? <laughs> yeah. You know, just I, I right now. No, bright. I can't. No, <laughs> <laughs> but I have yeah. high hopes. But yeah. Let's get a fantastic four film where the director's not like smelling his fingers in between takes. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm such a man. Uh, and action. Jerks off into a plant or something. <laughs> mm. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Number three. Uh, big sick. Big sick. Yeah. There you go. Really big sick. Really big, really, really big sick. All righty. Um, is it me? Go it for is you. Are yes. we at the... Number do. Number dose. All right. You guys ready for this? I am. Do it. Boom. Blade Runner. Oh. 2049. Also my number two. Yeah. Friends forever. Yeah. Uh, you has, Same. You... <laughs> oh, Jesus. You're oh, bringing that boy. up. <laughs> All right. Well, we can take turns on this, but right. I I love the fact that this was made the way it was made. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. It is not audience fl- friendly in the slightest. No. It is uh, a throwback to the original Blade Runner in every respect. Yeah. Well, I would say giving more of a plot than the original one. Great performances, amazing cinematography, great yep. music. Yep. And uh, I don't know if it asked different questions than the first, but it expanded on the whole nature and... Mm-hmm ethics of the first with replicants mm-hmm. and what does it mean to be human and 
I mean, it took its time. The world felt fleshed out. It, it looked amazing. Yeah. I uh, I saw it twice in 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> and as I've said before, I spent one day, I spent a quarter of a day blade running. <laughs> I, uh, I hadn't seen it the week it came out, and I was like dying to see it. So I called you up, and I was yep. like, Troy, let's see this. I need to see it. And we saw like a midnight showing, or a late-ass showing. It was showing. like 10.30 or 11 or so something. So it was like, like 2 by the time we got out. Yeah. And then the very next day at work, my boss is like, we're having a team meeting at the theater. We're going to see Blade Runner. <laughs> and I was like, oh, good. <laughs> but I'm actually glad I saw it again because I liked it even more the second time. I think uh-huh. I picked up on a lot. was never bored by it, which I was afraid of. Mm-hmm. And it is uh, it is remarkable. You know, it's one of those movies that I don't think it made any money, but it made everyone's top lists. And I think yeah. it's going to be one that stands the test of time. It's like one of those, like, Wow, that was a good sequel. Mm, right. I can't believe it got made. Right, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. No, I I love it just for the fact that like you at you brought up like you didn't know if it asked different questions. I thought it asked a shit ton of different questions. Like even down to like well, I slept through most of it. <laughs> <laughs> like even down even down to like uh, like if we feel a certain way about something, what are we to say that it's not real? Like even down to uh. Uh, Ryan Gosling's relationship with like his totally fabricated girlfriend. Yeah. Like, what are we to say that's not real to him? Like, even though like it doesn't really show any signs of being. Yeah, it's real. not human. Yeah, but it's is... not. It's not human, and sometimes it, it doesn't really even show signs of being like artificial intelligence. It just tells him what he wants to hear. But what are we to tell him that that's not real to him because it. It's yeah, what it's, drives him through the whole film. It's like pure emotional connection. It's yeah. not human or replicant or yeah. anything. It's yeah. just it's what it makes you feel. Yeah, yeah. and, and they he even, does it because it feels good. Yeah, and even the fact that they kind of hint that uh, Jared Leto's character is actually fabricating feelings in general makes you even question your own feelings. Where it's like, if someone can process feelings, then why do my feelings even care even matter yeah like it's it 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 really makes you ponder like what like if someone can process what a human does does that devalue humans mm. and i thought that was really really interesting yeah like i mean are we any better than replicants mm-hmm. when it comes down to it? Like, pretty much. Are they any less human than us just yeah. because we were created differently yeah you know yeah. who's to say what is human Right. If we're playing God, then what's God? Mm-hmm. Then who cares about God? <laughs> and the fact that like the the artificial intelligence uh, housewife that Ryan Gosling has like yeah. is essentially I mean they're made for anyone, but they're kind of made for replicants. Yeah. So it's interesting that in the future, like even the the replicants have their own replicants kind <laughs> yeah. of. Yeah. You know, like yeah. that type of thing. I think it it was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Loved the visuals of it. Yeah. Yeah. Harrison Ford was great in it. Right. You know, he seemed like actually into Interested it. Interested <laughs> yeah. to do it. Yeah. And I I love that they didn't turn it into like this buddy cop movie where right. they he didn't appear until probably the last yeah. quarter of the movie. Mm-hmm. It was its own story. I got enough of it. It had a, a good enough ending that I'm like, if this is the last Blade Runner, that's fine. Mm-hmm. If it's another 40 years before we get another one or whatever, that's fine, <laughs> well, too. I don't know if we ever will. And they, no. inter- and they introduced other aspects of this world where it didn't feel forced at all. Like, yeah. they like they did. They even went to, like, Las Vegas where it didn't feel like, 
we're taking a trip to Vegas, everybody. Like yeah. it was, it was, it was, it was so fleshed out. Yeah. Like the fact that there was this underground resistance mm-hmm. and Jared Leto's character that really has no resolution. He gets away or whatever, but he's not even that much of an antagonist. No. Like no. he never yeah. sees any of the main characters in it. Really. Yeah. He's just doing his job. And like, it's not really set up for a sequel. It's just, yeah. that's just how this works in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> pretty you much. You know, it was it's just totally its own thing. To quote the David Pumpkin skeleton dancers, <laughs> it's its own thing. <laughs> I, I'm amazed that they let it get made like this. I am too. And I watched both Blade Runner and 2049 in the same day. Mm-hmm. Um, and what they created in the original Blade Runner, I feel like they expanded upon in 2049 to a, an amazing degree. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I didn't, wasn't a huge fan of the original Blade Runner. I thought, like... Yeah, it's the kind parts, of acquired taste. Yeah. And I don't... And I don't care to ever go back to acquire them. <laughs> to be honest, like, I've seen it and I like it. It's fine. But, like, uh-huh. I the parts I wanted to see in that were more of the Rutger Hauer stuff where I was like, I just want to see more of his stuff. Yeah. And I was like, I don't care about Deckard at all. Deckard is probably, like, the dullest part of the movie. Yeah. yeah. And then in 2049, like, right off the bat, you get that, like, Ryan Gosling, no question, I'm a replicant or whatever. Yeah. And you get to see his, like path throughout this whole movie and it yeah. is like drawn out and like it has time to breathe mm-hmm. granted it's like for it's like almost three hour runtime i feel like some could be cut out of it mm-hmm. but i thought even then like it helps with like ambiance of the movie mm-hmm. everything was really i like at even though it was that long i was like never bored no. with the movie yeah. and like i'm thinking back to it and i i can't i know there's parts where it's slow but i can't think of anything i would cut you know, right. like, uh, yeah, yeah. and the mystery of it was really interesting because it, it went a lot of different places where you're like, yeah. is he, was he born, was he the yeah. the miraculous child born of a yeah. replicant and a yeah. human? Yeah. And then, like, spoilers, he's not. But for a right. while you think he is. And, like, yeah. the movie takes a lot of shifts where you're kind of with yeah. him the whole way and you feel bad when he learns he's not right. and all this stuff. It was uh, it was really really good. Yeah. yeah, and it doesn't hold your hand or anything no. like no. that. Oh, like, no, no, it's no, not no. an easy movie. Yeah. No, it's not made for anybody that's like, oh, what should we see? How about this? Yeah. You know, it's like you you're here, you're invested. Yeah. yeah. If you don't like it, you know, there's plenty. And of And like other the things. fact it's... that they do introduce that like he's a replicant, like he almost kind of lives pretty fast and loose with his life until he feels like he could be actually born from something, which brings him value in his life. So that that almost kind of cements like how he values life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, okay, so if you weren't that, what's to tell you that you don't value your life? But then that's who's to tell right. who's for me to tell him that <laughs> exactly who's for me to tell him that he shouldn't value his life when he does find out that he's a replicant. Like it's like, yeah. it's such a it's such what a, is life and yeah, how do you value a, it? It's such a cloudy. Like a super cloudy uh, subject where it's it's hard for you to argue with people when they're like, no, I'm not real, and I'm like. I can't argue with that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're not real then. I've got a thing with Blade Runner where I see them a lot in a small amount of time. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'd always heard it was good growing up. And then in college, I finally got around to renting it. And I was like, oh, that's good. And then I bought it. And I bought the final cut. So then I watched that like yeah. a couple days later. And then I was in an ethics class. And we watched Blade Runner in that like two <laughs> days later. So I went 
19 years without seeing it and then saw it three times in like a week and then i did the same thing with the sequel <laughs> so i see it fast and hard <laughs> but uh i i don't know it's just something about it like i i have a very good picture of what blade runner is to me and it's it's just one of those movies where if someone tells me like oh i don't like it it's not my thing i completely understand yeah, i'm not gonna sit there and be like no you should like it because this it's like it is what it is like yeah. you're, you're either yeah. on board or you're not and i yep. get that you don't like it yeah but it, there's something about it it's not my favorite thing but i can really appreciate what it is right and there's yeah. parts of it that i absolutely love mm -hmm. and then other parts where i'm like this is good like it's not my favorite movie but this is Amazingly well done. Yeah. And this director, uh, Dennis Villehu? Villeneu or something like that. Villeneu or... Yeah. Fantastic, yeah. dude. Like, yeah. he's made yeah. movies all across the spectrum. Like, I'll watch anything this guy does. He did Arrival last year, which was one of my favorites. Yeah. yeah. And before that, he did, like, Sicario, Enemy, just um, Prisoners. Everything yeah. I've seen by him is fantastic. Yeah. And really, really thought-provoking. Everything it's, he's done is thought provoking. It's too bad that like this movie didn't like deliver in the box office because I feel like that would be like the one thing to hurt um, Villeneuve. Because yeah. like, but even though like that may be the case, like a lot of people have this as like one of their top movies of the year. Oh yeah, yeah. because it's it does deliver on like yeah. the art aspect and just like just being a great movie. Yeah, and, uh, and all aspects or whatever. But the thing just, is, yeah, just based on the set, like he created an entire world. Yeah. It, it, it's... Everything oh. about it is just ridiculous. Yeah. It was like a more dour Tron. Right <laughs> yeah. down to the soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. It was like yeah. someone yeah. slowed down Def... <laughs> Def what is it? Def, Def Punk. Punk. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, But everything else this director has done has been very low budget. So yeah. this is by far his most high yep. budget. Right. And he's perfectly capable of producing great exactly. movies within a small budget. Exactly. This yeah. is just like, hey, do Blade Runner. And he did. And he did it amazingly. Yeah. But like people... You know, the masses weren't ready for it. So yeah. it's like, that wasn't his fault. Like, yeah. he can keep on doing what he's doing. He'll be fine. Yeah. But and it also proves he can do an amazing art film on, like, a billion-dollar budget. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's like whatever whatever the studio wants to yeah. do. Yeah. The, I mean, the original Blade Runner didn't do that well either. It was like... No, no it bombed when it came out. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not like it's a big surprise that I guess this one did, but... It is typical Blade Runner tradition. <laughs> and it's, the fact it's that par people, for the course. Yeah, people loved it right off the bat but it's not doing well it's yeah. like that's that's blade runner right yeah <laughs> plus the thing i love about blade runner is it always takes place on earth which is supposed to be like it's supposed to be just like this piece of shit no one cares about right but it always takes place on earth like no one cares about it yeah because everyone is off like doing their own thing like in space and like earth is where they throw all their entrails but yet they still pull compelling stories <laughs> out of what's supposed to be like the shittiest part yeah. of civilization. Because even in the in the first Blade Runner, like, Rutger Howard even goes on to, like, I've seen things in space, and you're like, I want to know about that! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why are we here? <laughs> I think it's in the Alien canon. Yeah. Because it's well, Ridley Scott. Yeah, like, okay. it's somehow... It's supposed to be in that same universe. Like, there is Isn't some... Isn't like, just a fan thing, though? I thought I heard there's some subtle reference that, like, I think the there's, like, a, a company Wayland or whatever. Yutani and yeah. the... Whatever the replicants are. Yeah, whatever. Ego, so... the living planet, is the thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. We're going back to the 80s sci-fi and looping them in with today. But, uh... I don't know. Anything else to add on Blade Runner? No, no. I just... I just loved it in general. I thought they tackled a shit ton of different uh, aspects of... 
yeah. artificial intelligence that yeah. they didn't even touch on in the actual Blade Runner, and I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, after seeing the original Blade Runner and the best cut of it, supposedly by yeah. fans or yeah. whatever, like going into it, I was like, huh, okay, what do we got? And then I was like, <laughs> this is pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> I remember we got some drinks before the movie, yeah. and it was like 930 and you had just watched Blade Runner, and you were like already like half asleep. You were dragging. I was like, you know, this yeah. movie's like two and a half hours I long, right? I watched Blade Runner, went to work, <laughs> then went to go see Blade Runner twenty forty nine with you after work, yeah. and it was like almost. It was like ten something. Oh no, because we went to go get drinks before Blade Runner twenty forty nine. We got drinks at like nine o'clock though, so it was late. <laughs> yeah, and so we. I was kind of like buzzed, even going to it and then i was like can i get a coffee and they're like no and i'm like i'll just have more beer yeah five dollar fifteen dollar beer bucket (laughs) so we did that and like either i get caffeine or i keep this buzz going yeah that's what i want i I need to keep this buzz going so i stay awake Mm -hmm. and even though like i was like kind of like dimming out at the end i was like i need to stay awake but i was still like all the way through get up and pace around the theater (laughs) i was like this is this is this is great. Just yeah, I like walk up and down the aisles. Great at the beginning. Great, yeah. yeah. Probably Even the like, best thing he's ever done. Yeah. yeah. Even the short they put him in to like kind of like set up this film like was really good too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man, I I dug it. The scenes, everything, the atmosphere was fantastic. Yeah. Yep. Did you watch those shorts yet, Troy? No, obviously not. <laughs> <laughs> Comes out next week on Blu-ray, so uh, snatch it up. Oh, I probably will. Yep. There right on. Go. That was your guys' number two, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, my number two is Logan. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yes. I haven't heard... Uh, you brought it up. Yeah, it was my seven, I think. Oh, Jesus yep. Christ. But I didn't say much. For some reason, I was like at a loss for words Jesus about it. So Christ. I'll chime in more here. <laughs> Jesus um, Christ. I felt... Uh, if, when I saw Logan, if you asked me, it was probably my number one at that point. Like this well, it came year, out super early. Yeah, it came yeah. Out in February. It was, it was, I it was or March. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. This That's year right. has been a lot of good stuff. Like halfway through the year, I had my top ten list done, and since then, like it's got pushed back. Yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. But Logan is like everything th- that the character needed to be mm-hmm. in this. Like it took it like scraped away all the bullshit that the Wolverine has already had through all these, through these Fox movies or whatever. And just like eke through everything that the character needed to be, what Hugh Jackman wanted it to be. It told a serious story. It was rated R because for a character with knives for hands, (laughs) like it needs to be rated R Uh and it worked. Patrick Stewart is great in this. Hugh Jackman is great in this. Um, X 23. Yeah. What's her name? I can't can't remember the actress's name, but like, yeah. She is amazing in yeah. this. It all worked, and it's like God, one of the most heartfelt superhero movies yeah. ever made. When yeah. they, at the end, when she takes a cross and makes it an X, <laughs> oh. like I fucking <laughs> well up and start crying. Like I'm, I'm like, it's fucking beautiful, man. Oh, what and a like, good ending. I hope like they don't ever expand on it because no. it would just sully yep. whatever they did in in Logan. The fact that it's such a small story is perfect. Right. The perfect send-off. Like, yeah. that captures the core of Wolverine in the comics, the yeah. character, you know? Yeah. Like, he's got his X-Men adventures, but he's always been, like, a loner, and he's been more to him than the X-Men, the yeah. showboating yeah. of the X-Men. But, like, it's about time he got this movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And after watching this, it's really hard to go back and watch him in the X Men movies because yeah, you're just like goofy. Why yeah. isn't he sticking people through the head? You know. <laughs> yeah, I I totally dug this. Movie. I I I haven't even seen it again yet. Like I got it for my birthday, and I haven't watched it yet. But really, like, I've seen it twice. I I wanted it's, to, yeah. and I all if I didn't have anything going on today, like I would have watched it again because I'm like, this is the one that came out like way early, mm-hmm. and I want to see it again, like because I might tip the scales and to go to like number one territory. Yeah, mm-hmm. but this was it was really good. Like when they announced Old Man Logan, like way before it was a thing. I was like, yeah, like the story's good, but like if See, they're the, gonna take on that story, it's really weird. The Venom dinosaurs and <laughs> yeah. the Hulk clan, and, like the Hulks like yeah. being kind of weird inbred things, and like I don't, I was like, yeah, I don't know about any of that shit. But like they totally went a different route with it, and like just made him like a beaten down, yeah, like he's gone through the ringer like mm-hmm. a hundred dozen times, and like this is the guy you get at the end, and he, he's just. It's amazing. It is the most realistic of the X-Men movies. And the X-Men movies have always been kind of like a sci-fi realism. Like, they're not in this fantastical universe. Right. And this one felt like this could absolutely happen. (laughs) Yeah. 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 This could be happening right now. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that, like, he's dying of the adamantium poisoning is... Right. But Mm -hmm. they don't, like, drive that down your throat. You just kind of pick that up from context clues. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh great yep you know like yeah i guess that that would do it that would be how he dies you know it's like kind of a fitting end to the character the thing that makes him invincible is killing him yeah and eventually it just like wears him out i think i was on when we talked about this earlier in the year yeah Yeah. and uh i read the director um ah shit what's his name gold something uh no mangold james mangold yeah Yeah. james mangold he said uh you know, like, there's some complaint that the villain in this is just, like, a copy of him. Mm. And he said, like, no, that's not the villain. The villain of this movie is time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you think about that, like, that is absolutely accurate and incredibly sad. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah. like, because yeah. yeah, yeah. that's it. Like, time kills everything. And mm-hmm. he's this invincible, perfect guy. Professor X is his top mind. And, like... That is that is what does him in. Like right. he gets old and he gets dementia. Wolverine yep. gets old and like he just can't keep it up anymore. Yep. It's like wow, that's sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really sad because it's something that like everyone can relate to. It's not this superhero thing. It's mm-hmm. like no one's perfect and eventually like it catches up to you. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 so great. Like I don't even know if I had any complaints about it whatsoever. Like, going back, I can't think of any. Like, the only thing I can think of would be, like, I wished, like, Xavier maybe got, like, a better send-off. It was a weird death. It's, like, very sudden. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, that's happening right now? And oh, like, No, but I loved it, though, because it was just... It was him being killed at the hands of the person that he trusted the most. Yeah. But it wasn't him. Yeah, I know. I, I, I and I, I get that, but I, I don't know, like if I wish it was like almost pace difference around there. It was Maybe very so you, sudden, yeah. you got that like moment to like let it breathe and you're like, now he's gone. 
Well, the I moment guess. when Wolverine is sitting there saying, like, it's not me, it's not me. Like, he knows he's dead, but he just wants him to yeah. know before he dies yeah. that he didn't kill him. Yeah. It's like, oh, this poor dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what's eating him off. Yeah. Like, I know you're dead, I can't save you, but I just, you gotta go to the grave knowing it wasn't me. Yeah, I've got yeah. enough yeah. on my shoulders. He's yeah. totally shagging right now. Yeah. It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this might be a movie I watched, like, right before Spider-Man Homecoming, I watched that again. <laughs> so, but yeah, I might, these are really good. Like, God, it was a good year for movies this year. Yeah. yeah. Like, like seven great superhero movies. Yeah, and it's <clears> weird, <throat> like, one of my top favorite ones aren't just Marvel proper. They're like 20th century yeah. and Sony ones. Yep. Yeah. Which is never the case. Oh, I know. <laughs> when you're saving because you're saving yeah. your number one's Justice League, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's your problem, Troy? Jesus. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Logan was amazing. Did anyone watch the black and white cut of Logan? No, I, I haven't. I, I, I want to go back and try and check it out. I don't see how it could really add to I it. I know. I have a hard time with that. Like, I like that they do it, but I... If you have the choice between black and white and color, like you're gonna do color, right? Like yeah. they did the the black and chrome edition of Mad Max, and when the mist came out, they did a black and white. And yeah. I watched that one, and the whole time I was like, eh, I wish it was in color. color. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, like I don't see why any of these would be better in black and white. Like especially no. like the Mad Max one because it's like super vibrant color. Yeah, and yeah. like it's. The Western is not like a black and white genre. It's no. like a, it was like when color was coming in, and this is very much a Western. Yeah, so especially like know. Westerns like this, where it's like the the uh, the the uh, desperado that's like kind of on his last leg. Those are usually yeah. more color. Exactly. Like the ones it's that are black and white genre. are usually the ones are like yeah, the ones like the um like the John Wayne ones where it's yeah. like. Cannot hurt him in any in any sense of the word. Like the always X Men versions, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, yeah pretty movies. much. Yeah. And now this is yeah. Like they the... should put all the all the yeah. X Men's in black and white and <laughs> have this one be in color. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Logan is great. Yeah, I I have no problem with that being the number two. That's, that's well, good. Solid. Good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But anyway, that's it. Number two. Logan. All right. Well, now we're on number. One. Oh my God, we're here already. Yeah, I'm. I we made this journey. I I might know what Joel's I, is. I think I know what Dave's is. I have no idea what Dave's is. You I know, have an idea what Dave's I is. I don't think I do. All right, I've said it to you. I don't know what I'm, Troy's is. I don't know. What, <laughs> what could it be? <laughs> Find <laughs> out <laughs> next week. <laughs> and we're done. Do you want to yeah. see you next week? Honorable mentions right now. Before we get to our number ones, we'll do or our, that, yeah. Let's do honorable that, mentions. What if we give some away? What if one of your honorable mentions isn't my number one? I doubt it is. What if one of know, Joel's we'll honorable mentions? <laughs> <laughs> no, let's do number ones. All right, All right. fair enough. All right, enough. Yeah, let's do number ones. Okay, okay. Troy, as soon as I say Dave, this, you're gonna kick. I know, yourself I know what. I, I think pretty sure I know yeah. what Dave's number one is. I hinted. All right, number one. <laughs> Just learned how to do a drum roll like five years ago. Very good. <laughs> All right, my number one. It. Oh, I knew it. Yep, I knew it. it. I know it. I know it was. Is it, it your number one? No, it's not. <laughs> good. All right. Good. I'm glad we got some variety here. Yeah. Surprise! It's my number one. Never seen. It. <laughs> Whoa. Heard good things. Heard good things. <laughs> got voted out of the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, All right. Just kidding. So uh, it is one of my favorite Stephen King books. I'm a Stephen King fan. You all know that. I'm yeah, a big horror fan. Can't stop going yeah. on about it. I know he's a good guy. He should read some of his stuff. The most prolific writer. Of our age, Troy. You don't have to listen. Just don't just, try to. No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. 
put my agenda. All right, go All right. on. <laughs> no. no, it. It's great. I'm, I'm surprised it wasn't in your top ten, Joel. I'm a little disappointed. Well, it might be in my honorable mentions. I am not, I'm not okay with that. <laughs> we saw it in the theater together. Different seats. We did, but, we did, uh, we did. No, I uh, I loved it. It's one of my favorite Stephen King books. I think up there with like The Shining and a couple others. Mm-hmm. Best depiction of like the weird transition from childhood mentality to adulthood uh-huh. and how as an adult you just like either block out or forget very like pivotal moments of childhood uh-huh. and uh, I just loved the book thought it was fantastic so I held it pretty high in high esteem and I heard the director of True Detective was tackling it for a while and mm. then he dropped off due to like creative disputes and they brought in someone else so i was like ah shit like this isn't looking good (laughs) and then like you know you saw some photos you saw who the pennywise the clown was and you're like okay it looks all right Mm -hmm. and the previews looked okay so we saw it and i was blown away you know like this is my number one because all the stuff i saw this year was great some of it like surprised me how good it was but it was the only one that i went in hoping that it was good and was completely blown away by how good it was. Mm. Like, it hit all the right points. It hit all the things that I remember from the book. Like, it needs to do this. Did those, and it brought a little bit of its own thing to it, too, which I thought was completely in spirit and in tone with the book. And, like, it was fun. It was scary. It was creative. It was just, like, it was the perfect horror film. Yeah. Mm. Of this year, anyway. You know, like, it is one of those where, like you list top horror movies of the year it Mm -hmm. is definitely this Mm -hmm. and like audiences responded well to it it's the most profitable horror film i think of all time um there's a sequel coming which i'm hoping follows suit without yeah it comes out this year actually doesn't it is it this year i think it's this year maybe god i hope so um because the book is enormous it's like a phone book and this is only the first half it's only the kids section yeah which i think splitting up like this was a a smart idea because they gave it time to breathe and they fleshed Mm. it out all the kids were great some of the best child acting i've ever seen like better than really good yeah really really good yeah every one of them is completely identifiable they're fantastic it's funny like some of the characters in it are hilarious yeah the scares are horrifying like there's some moments in this even stuff that wasn't in the book, like the creepy painting, the woman in the painting, yeah, 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 yeah. is just horrific. It's like the stuff of nightmares. <laughs> and I well, think I... the director said he had a nightmare about this <laughs> this this creepy painting he saw. So that's where that. Well, came I even like from. how they kind of because I never really was uh, super uh, familiar with it, and I love how they play on like everyone's uh, deepest fears. Like I thought it was just the clown, but it was more like. It's just a creature that plays on your fears in general. So it's like every time someone gets scared, it's based on their fears. And then it builds around that, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah, like the the evil it yeah. takes the shape of a clown. Yep. But whatever anyone's afraid of, he kind of like twists himself into that. Mm-hmm. Right. And all these kids have very like, I don't want to say relatable, but very realistic fears. Like this young girl is kind of like somewhat molested by your father so then yeah. like the, all the weird stuff around that and i think she's also getting her period so then her fear oh the, like, yeah ways that he's like haunting her is this very like yeah. blood 
centric oh, thing. Yeah. Very blood centric. Another kid is like he's a hypochondriac, so he sees like this disgusting oh, yeah, homeless yep. vagrant who's like yep. crawling with disease and all this Ugh. stuff. And it's just I mean it's just so well done. It's you good. Know? Yeah, it's, it is good. Like for Stephen King adaptations, like Shawshank is up there, uh, Green Mile, The Shining, The Mist. This is like the most just fantastic, just straight horror without being like, it's not like horror in the sense of like Saw or Hostel or something that like turns you off. I would say it's a horror that like anyone could watch and probably enjoy. And not because it's, like, dulled down or, like, without its teeth or anything. Uh-huh. It is a good, creepy horror flick that I think, like, anybody can watch, enjoy, and identify with. It's yeah. It's, like, one of the best horror film, uh, horror movies I've seen in a long, long time. Yeah. I do I do really want to check it out whenever I can. Is it out yet? Uh, Yeah. It just came out this week. I, I, I think it just it. came out oh, this Oh, good yeah. deal. Yep. I might um, just watch it when Chelsea goes to bed or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's great, man. It's just, you'll like it. Good. Yeah. Good. Good. I'm yeah. glad. Number one. Right. Number one. It's my it. number one. Yeah. Very good. When I saw it, I was like, it's, I think it was September or October when it came out. Yeah. And I was like, I think this is my best movie of the year. I walked out of the theater and I was like, that, that was really good. Like, <laughs> I was surprised how good it was. I think, yeah, I think me and my girlfriend met you in that lobby and you're like, that's the best movie I've seen all year. And I'm yeah. like, well, I bet that's going to be his number one then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, and I don't want to say it because, like, I'm a horror fan or I'm a Stephen King fan. Like, I fully, you know, expected it to be fine. Uh-huh. But I was like, wow, that blew away my expectations. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm still curious on your number one, Troy. Oh. But my number one. Justice League. We, we talked is your about number it. two, Logan? Oh, Very good. Oh. My number one. Good. I thought because, in especially like in this uh, environment where people are just milking everything for what it's worth, just like get as much money out of it as possible. Yeah, I thought this was like a great way to take a character that personally I've grown up with almost. Yeah. yeah. Like from like 2000. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like actually stick the landing on a perfect ending to a character. Yeah. And I I don't remember anything outside of this that has done that, especially very like especially something as commercialized as Wolverine. Oh, sure. Yeah. Especially like to do something as fucked up and awful as <laughs> X-Men Origins Wolverine. <laughs> and to yeah. come back And to from come that. back yeah. from that to do Logan. Like, I thought, I think that's yeah. just that's a feat in and of itself right. where you're like, God damn it. Like, how did you get to that point? You right. hit the nail on the head there. The fact that, like, we grew up with this. This yeah. was high school, I think. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah. And he's been... Like, eighth grade going into yeah. high school. Yep. Yeah. He's been Wolverine yeah. in every movie. You, yeah. There's not another actor that has played the character yeah. For every iteration. Right. Yeah. And then to give it the most heartfelt adult send-off you can yeah. do. Like, it's like Wolverine yeah. grew up with us. Yeah. Like Harry Potter. Yeah. And he had this weird <laughs> this weird phase when he went back to the origins. But then he snapped out of it, went to Japan, got his act together, went back in time, and then what a send-off. I know. Yeah. Right? I think it's, it's it's perfect. And plus, to, to take a character like that, that we've grown up with, that we are so familiar with and actually put it in a very small story where he's not saving the world, but he's still making a difference for the the abilities that he has. I think that that's a testament to like, for like anyone that's old, that doesn't feel like they 
have anything to contribute to society. Yeah. Where, like, especially, like, for, like, someone that's in, like, a smaller sense, where you're, like, someone that's done something for so many years and felt you contributed so much to the community, and now you're just some kind of petty person that doesn't know what they can do with the rest of their life. But the fact that you're watching this film with a character that seems larger than life, and they still find this small bit of, like... Humanity. Humanity in themselves (laughs) to actually go along and actually, like, even lead, lead the next generation of themselves to do great things. Like, that's a testament to older people, like... Like building on your legacy and like leading them on to the next generation. I think that's this is like a perfect film for that, especially in like they they build a world where people like them aren't even really they don't really even really want them. Like you feel so unwell, they feel so unwelcome, right? Because they even like build up where it's like, yeah, we're even like we're growing crops to make sure you fuckers aren't around anymore. <laughs> like, oh. it, it's, it's per- like, it's perfect. <laughs> One of my favorite moments in the movie, if I can cut in, is mm. where the uh, the Go scientist ahead. is giving him his typical scientist spiel yeah, there, sure. where he's explaining how the mutants have been eradicated. Yeah. And Wolverine has said earlier that he doesn't do guns. And the scientist is just explaining his big plot as Wolverine's, like, kind of pacing towards him. And right in the middle of, like, the big reveal, Wolverine just blows his brains out. <laughs> it's like, amazing. not about that. Don't care. Amazing. Like, here's yeah. the big crux of the movie. And, like, no, it's not that type of movie. Yeah, it's it's like this character yeah. redemption story. It's not this big, like... Yeah. We're wiping out the mutants. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Plot. It's like no, no, don't, don't. No one yeah. has time for that. Yeah, yeah, M- yeah. Like much like Spider-Man, it just feels like a smaller film. But because we've seen this character in such big situations, and because he's been broken down to the shell of what he used to be, you can still see that he's making a difference through other like younger people that could make a difference, like he did before. And that that's like a testament to like. If you're older and you feel like you can't make a difference, there's other people out there that can carry on your legacy. Why don't you build through them? Like, that's yeah. a perfect testament to that. And yeah. I think that's that's like a perfect way to send off a character like that. It makes you okay with dying. Exactly. <laughs> I watched this film and I was like, I like if I had an opportunity like that, I would be okay with dying. Yeah. With both like this and Spider-Man, they take like... They're not trying to save the world. They're just trying to save a small few people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And with that, somehow it seems bigger. Way yeah. more relatable, like yeah. Trying yeah. to save an entire world. Especially in Logan, where he's saving a group of people that could make an even bigger difference than the group that he was a part of a mm-hmm. so many years before before this. Right. God. Yeah. Logan's good. Watch that again. <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm not yeah. gonna change my top pick or anything, but it's it's solid. Yeah, super solid. But yeah, that's why that's my number one. I just I loved it all the way through. Right, right on, man. And his death is so like unceremonious too. Yeah, it's like it's what you'd expect out of Wolverine. It's not like yeah. him deactivating a nuclear bomb with his right. claws. Mm-hmm. It's like he just got stabbed enough yeah. to kill him. <laughs> and like the, the fight scenes are, I think in this are ingenious oh, because every brutal. time he every time he fights it's not to it's not to beat the guy, it's to just survive because every time he fights somebody He's getting the fucking shit kicked mm. out of him. God, even in the first even, scene yeah, where he's yeah. like even, pulling the claw. Oh yeah. It's like, 
God Even damn. like five gangster, like like five like gangster thugs are beating the fuck out of him. Yeah, at the beginning you're like, oh, did he lose it? Is Wolverine not? <laughs> yeah. Did he need to get his groove back? Yeah. <laughs> but, and yeah. then he, Berserker Rage kicks in and he just fucking yeah. slaughters him. Yeah, but yeah, even in that scene, like he's not, he's barely holding his own there, but he's just, he's doing enough just to get by. And well, I he's think, like blackout drunk too. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> but I think, oh god, it's so good all the way through. Um, I fucking loved it. But yeah, as you just pointed out, if you could do a minimalist poster of Logan, it would be him yanking the claw out <laughs> yeah. that won't yeah. come out all the yeah, way. Yeah. It would be some kind of visual depiction of him like getting Ugh. that rusty claw out of his mm-hmm. his knuckle sheath. Yeah. <laughs> God, sick. Yeah, just seeing all of these larger-than-life characters being so broken down to the point where they're almost detriments to society in general. Like, I've n- I don't think oh, there's movies... Like Patrick Stewart. Yeah. I mean, you could make a very... A very real case that he should have just been killed. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's, I don't think there's been really any superhero movie that's come out where it's like, you you see these larger than life characters as a detriment. But this one came out and it's like, they make it believable to where it's like, no one should be a superhero. Like yeah. superheroes should be killed the minute you're seen. And it's not some nefarious master plan. It is again just like it's it, people just break down yep, over yeah, time. Exactly. You know, he God. just got old. Ooh. So good, chilling, chilling, <laughs> haunting. I, I, now I, I want to know your number. I'm so I don't know either. I, I am so disappoint. compelled on what your number one is, Troy. Well, you guys might be surprised. Alien Covenant. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars... No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck. My number one is actually Blade Runner 2049. Whoa! Yeah. It was between this and Logan. Oh. And when we saw it, I never would have guessed that was your reaction. And even you, when I did... Did you sit on this for a while? I did, because yeah. this movie... Stu- like, the last few months, like, I've been saying, like... I've been... The more I think about it, the more I like Blade Runner 2049. <laughs> yeah. nice. And I kept, like... I'm like, this is the only movie this year <laughs> that I'm just like keep thinking uh-huh. about, and I'm like, I fucking loved it. I loved it. <laughs> like it, and so it was between this and Logan. I'm like, I've thought about Blade Runner 2049 more. That's my number one. Nice. Like, I think I even made this joke when we were like talking about it, and where you're just like, don't touch me. I'm thinking about Blade Runner 2049. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking about it. Yeah, and it, I don't even remember the grade I gave it when we did the initial review. I think I might have gave it like a B minus or something like that, or B plus maybe. Oof, but yeah, like, bad year. <laughs> but like I, the more I dwelled on it, I was like, no, I really fucking love that movie. Like it was really good. <laughs> Oh. And like I, 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 it took what a Blade Runner initially put down, and I was like, well, I wasn't a fan of that. So what do you got, twenty forty nine? And it's like took it, and it's like it went in a different direction. I'm like, oh, that's what Blade Runner should have been, <laughs> yeah. and I'm glad this is what it is. And like, even though like. I don't even think I saw all of the ending because I was so fucking tired <laughs> of seeing like a midnight show of it or whatever it was. I still want to put it as my Ooh. number one movie. It was so good. Nice. Everything was so good about it. What a solid lineup here yeah. for number one. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. happy with this. Yeah, me too. Like it wasn't and it didn't end up like last year. It was like same. So <laughs> me and Neil had the same brain for Sons all of, of our list. 
but... jerking off for Civil War. <laughs> <laughs> like that was a great movie. Oh, it was yeah. good. It was, was your good. Swiss Army Man. Yeah, mine, mine was Swiss uh, Army Man. Those. That's where I was, I was right in the middle. Of the movie too. <laughs> good thing you didn't have me on. Uh, so anyway, yeah, Blade Runner. We talked about it for like a year, guys. It's number two for a while. Uh, I didn't want to give it away then. Yeah. Like, yeah. Me a new insight. No. On it? No. <laughs> <laughs> It was so good, though. It it like, was the more so I good. think about it, too, like it's just great. And I feel like if I showed my wife, she would hate it. But I bet you she would think about it. And then if I brought yeah, it up yeah. again, she would probably want to watch it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's one of those. I think it, you have to yeah. you have to fester on it a little yep. bit. Yep. Actually, my girlfriend Molly Pop, that's her favorite movie of the year. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Nice. So there you go. I wonder if Chelsea would like it. I don't think she's seen anything Blade Runner. <laughs> it's a tough one. And she's like yeah. crapshoot. Could they what. just could they watch it without the other one? Probably not. Maybe. The whole pregnancy thing, you kinda need to know a little bit yeah. about the first one. And I wouldn't want to do that again. Like <laughs> I just don't like the first one. I think you can watch about the first one. They're, they they set I mean, up enough. I could watch the first one again and then the second one, but uh it's yeah, been like a couple a years since I've been in college. Away. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be well, like a whole yeah. week. It'd be split up over a week. Well, I, like I love it because uh, uh, Molly Pop actually wa- like read the book, like do Android's Dream of Electric oh, Sheep. Oh yeah, and she she loved the book. And mm. when we watched the uh, the original Blade Runner, she was like, "I liked it, but they didn't dive into like the really cool stuff from the book." And then she, when we watched Blade Runner twenty forty nine, she was like. She loved that a lot more because they they don't go into the aspects from the book, but they dive into it as if like the aspects from the book it were existed in Blade Runner, where they kind of the touch philosophical on philosophical queries. Yeah, they kind of touch on them hmm. in the in Blade Runner twenty forty nine as opposed to Blade Runner, and she was like, "That's why she loved Blade Runner twenty forty nine a hell of a lot more." Yeah, I felt like uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Maybe this completely negates what I said earlier, but it asks more questions. Did I say that? You said it. The yeah, opposite of that. Ask any more questions. After four beers, I <laughs> get a little more open-minded. Uh, five beers, four and a half. Who knows? But uh, no, I yeah, maybe it did have a little bit more like offshoots that you could examine. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I just keep coming back to that score yeah. you know yeah everything was punctuated by just that electronic yeah, boom. yeah, yeah, yeah. like when not he, a Hans Zimmer no one. Yeah, not the not, not the, the inception same. one it's yeah. something different something more more electronic yeah like when he gets to the furnace and he opens it up and you see that horse oh carving God, so yeah good. and it's yeah. just boom yeah. and he's <laughs> yeah. just like shaking yeah, yeah. Gosling, man, love but him. Just been... the master of robotic expression. <laughs> that scene gosh. where he's bandaged up and he's walking along like that boardwalk uh-huh. in the giant electronic billboard of his own girlfriend, like comes down yeah. and like looks at him. That is beautiful. Yeah, yeah. that yep. color palette, everything about that. You yep. could pick any yep. frame of that scene yep. and like put it on a wall. Yep, and it would be modern. Well, art. I know uh, Amali told me that like one of the big things in the book is that uh, pretty much this world is so fake that even like actual wood is considered like valuable. So when he actually brings the horse to the guy and he's like, "Is this real wood? Like that's a real thing from the book." Really? Where they're where it's like. Anything that's real is super valuable. Like even like uh, like animals. Like when he says, "Is that a real dog?" 
mm. because like yeah and he says like what do you think or something yeah, like that yeah 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 because yeah. like real animals barely exist in this world like all all animals are replicants pretty much yeah and that shootout in vegas is great yeah. oh where my him God. and ford oh, yeah. uh, yep yeah, and they've got the vague or they've got the yeah. Marilyn Monroe and Elvis nightclub production. Yeah. Oh my god, that's yeah. perfect! And there's Fantastic. even the moment where like uh, Gosling is hiding behind the wall, like breathing, and Deckard is running around, and it's like mirroring the scene in the original Blade Runner where Ford is hiding behind the wall, and yeah. Rutger Hauer is running around in his underwear <sighs> like a maniac. <laughs> a co- like that is the perfect throwback. They're not like yeah. driving it home, but it's like it's there if you catch it. Oh, yeah. Shit. And who would have known, like, a sequel that was made 30 years or 20 years? Mad Max, man. We're in the age of, like, like... revitalizing these franchises. (laughs) Yeah. That was my top movie, like, two years ago. Yeah. You know? Man. What a world we live in. Yeah. What a world. We're spoiled for choice on great (laughs) entertainment. Uh, So, yeah, anyway, that was... Great list, list, guys. Great list. I want to go home and watch movies. Yeah, me too. I want to watch them right now. Too bad I got to do shit work tomorrow. (laughs) God damn it. Uh, But uh, what were some things that just missed out on your guys' list? What are some honorable Uh, mentions? Well, since Dave started, we should start with Dave's honorable mentions. Okay, feel free to chime in on any of these too. Sure. uh, Some of my honorable mentions... Um, Train Spotting 2 was great. Okay. Really good time. Just didn't quite chalk up to the rest of them. Life, the alien flick with Jillian Hall and Ryan Reynolds. I didn't even know that came I didn't even know that came out this year. Yeah, really enjoyable. Much better than uh Alien Covenant. Oh my god. Covenant was fucking awful. I think both me and Joel gave it like an F. (laughs) (laughs) It was not good. Like when life came out, everyone kind of ripped it. They're like, oh, it's just another alien. But I'm like, it's good. Like we like Alien, isn't that yeah. good? Isn't another Alien good? Like it's a hot, it's yeah. like the original Alien. Yeah, it was really well done. And it has an ending where you're like, ah, oh, ah, uh, yeah, we're <laughs> fucked. Earth is fucked. Uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming, Mother, both ones you picked just edged out. Um, Gerald's Game on Netflix, yeah, another Stephen King, yeah, great movie, mm-hmm. really, might, really might good. Be reviewing great. that later. Yep. Oh, uh, Star Wars: Last Jedi. Uh-huh. Very, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, the the second half more than the first half. Yeah, but, I'll say that. Yeah, so. <laughs> Dunkirk, I just watched. Yep. I felt like I had to squeeze it in before I made my list, and yep. it just got edged out by Atomic Blonde. Okay, but it was Ooh. expertly made. Yeah, Thor, good times. Mm-hmm. Colossal, really good, fun. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a uh, a little known horror flick, Autopsy of Jane Doe. Was oh, I've heard of that. Really, really well done. And uh, a killer shark movie, 47 Meters Down, starring Mandy Moore. Yeah, I've heard that's was decent. Was great. Really? It was really good. Really? I've heard yeah. it's, pretty, it's pretty, like, suspenseful. I it is extremely it suspenseful. It is Shit. well made. I mean, it's a killer shark movie. It's two chicks, uh, like, scuba diving in a shark cage. Yeah. And yeah. The, the crane breaks, and they fall down to the bottom, and they're stuck there. And they can't get out because they're sharks, but it's it's good, you know. <laughs> like <laughs> it's, yeah, I red boxed it. I think it's on Netflix now, but it's totally worth a watch. Shit, I might need to check. Yeah, because I I've heard really good things about it. I just never really got around to seeing it. But I've I've heard like people saying like it's really suspenseful. Yeah, it's got a moment where um, they're uh, they're down in the cage. Someone from the boat swims down to help them, and they can see their flashlight. 
mm-hmm. and the flashlight is like way far away. So like we have to swim to it, and she goes to swim towards this flashlight, and all of a sudden like the ground drops off and like it goes down to this even deeper chasm in the ocean. <laughs> So she has to, like, just swim through complete blackness. Oh, God. Like, there, something could get her from under anywhere, <sighs> and she's just swimming to this light. And then she gets to the light, and she turns around, and she's like, shit, where'd I come from? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so that part is horrifying. You're like a first-person view of her just swimming through complete <sighs> blackness. Oh, shit. Jesus Christ. And there's, like, sharks kind of, like, dive-bombing her as she's going. Oh. It is good. It's oh, definitely worth the watch. I want, I want to see it now. God damn it. Yeah. So those were my... Maybe there's a couple right. others I saw. Like, saw Lego Batman and a few others, but the more I thought about him, like, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. So yeah. those were some of the, the more recent yeah. uh, honorable mentions for me. Yeah. Right on. Well, uh, for me, I had uh, Wonder Woman. You guys brought up earlier. Okja, I really liked. Yeah, Okja was good. I, I liked really liked it. Okja. Uh, good Time with uh, Robert Panson. I thought was really, really good. It was actually kind of competing a lot with... Uh, my nine and ten, mm-hmm. which I was like, oh man, it's it's so good. Like Robert Pattinson plays like this. He doesn't even play like a character. He plays like a force of nature that just <laughs> fucks everyone's life up in this film. Where you're like, if you even like talk to him, like your your life is fucked. <laughs> yeah, like it's 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 so goddamn good. And it, he just plays this guy that's trying to get his brother out of jail. But he does all the wrong things to do it, and he fucks everyone's life up in the process doing it. It's really fucking good. Um, God damn it, my thing blacked out, and I gotta bring it back up. Uh, Lady Macbeth was really good. Uh, it's who's just about. Uh, I can't remember who's in it, but it's about this woman that's uh, married to like gets like married to this super religious guy, and she hates her life, so she. Uh, uh, like has an affair with like the stable boy, and they pretty much plot to eradicate this family. And in the process, they they do like some really horrendous shit, and okay. it's really good. I really liked it. Uh, so yeah, check out Lady Macbeth. Uh, it I liked a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brawl in Cell Block ninety nine because Vince Vaughn is. The epitome of like a masculine action hero and that shit. Yeah. It's so goddamn good. Yeah. Like he just plays like the best brute that like even in scenes where he has no leg to stand on, he still talks back to people. <laughs> yeah. It's so goddamn good. Like that scene where they're like, don't blink, and he winks at him, and then they <laughs> fuck him up. <laughs> and he's still like I don't give a shit. It was worth it. Like it's so goddamn good. Like this is, he is like a cool hand Luke. Type yeah, of guy? yeah, he's amazing in it. I fucking love Vince Vaughn in this film. And there, huh. but it's like it's not even like a well made film. It's so cheesily done. Like even the guy. It feels like a seventies grindhouse kind of movie. Oh. Yeah, where, it does. Yeah, great. There's yeah. like a guy where like uh he's like supposed to be like the big fuck up of the film where like he's the guy that fucks up the. The uh, thing that they do that gets him put in prison. And he every line that dude delivers is so cheesy. <laughs> like when he throws this grenade in the hole in the dock. is eight ball corner pocket. And throws this <laughs> grenade in this fucking dock. Yeah. Like it's like there's some cheesy ass lines in it. But Vince Vaughn is fantastic in it. I fucking yeah. love him in it. Really good. And like the last 10 to 15 minutes of this film is the most violent shit. Yeah. <laughs> 
it's I've ever brutal. seen. Oh, fucking brutal! It's so goddamn violent. Yeah, I need to see this one. It's so you oh. can watch on Amazon Prime for free. Right? Yeah, Amazon Prime. Yep. Yeah. Oh, it's on great. Prime. And yeah. it's by the to- uh, the Bone Tomahawk. Right? Yeah, yep. yeah. I gotta yeah. see it. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. And uh, the Big Sick and Dunkirk. Mm-hmm. I really loved. Very good. What'd you? Uh, if I may cut in, what'd you Go think about it. the the time displacement of Dunkirk? I thought it was interesting, especially like how he makes everything kind of come together when they do. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that was pretty interesting, and I thought it was. Total Christopher Nolan, where like he can't do anything like exactly straightforward. It could have yeah. easily been the most straightforward yeah, Christopher yeah, yeah. Nolan movie, but, he's, but he yeah, kind of threw he's, that, yeah, that gimmick. He can't in. do anything conventional. It has to be something weird in that sense. Yeah, I don't know if it needed that. Like, yeah. I think it would have had enough tension in the last you know quarter of the movie. Yeah, but I think every scene had it had its own form of tension. Where I liked how they kind of placed it out. Yeah, I did like Dunkirk. Like. um... It had my attention the whole way through. We watched it late, and we didn't pause it or turn it off once. Uh, But, like, I don't know. It's probably my least favorite Christopher Nolan movie. Yeah. Chelsea watched that on the way back from uh, California. She said she liked it. Uh, She, I'm pretty sure she was a fan of, like, the time displacement of it or whatever. My wife did not like it. Oh, yeah. But she, like, she sat there and watched the whole thing all the way through with me, and it got to the end. She's like, I didn't like it at all. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> really? Like, you didn't say anything. Mm. But uh, It could have been one of those films where it's like, I like this story, but not this one and this one. But I think enough of them, like, the stories had enough suspense to them where I was kind of invested in all of them, where I, w- I was still on board for the whole whole film. Yeah, and they mixed it up so frequently, like, you weren't ever yep. on one, one of the three for yeah. longer than the others. Yeah. Good deal. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah, me. Um... <laughs> I saw a bra on Cell Block 99, so I would put that as an honorable mention. Um, it like everything that Joel said is completely 100. percent Plus, true. watching this guy dig this hole for himself. Yeah, like they even like do like a really cool thing where they actually show like a a day in the life of someone if you were to actually not do anything, where you're like, well, it sucks, but it's not. It could be worse, and then it's like, well. In order to save your family, you have to make it worse. Yeah. And then it's like, God damn. Like, to the point where you're like, just let him die. Just right. live your life. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, this, the the whole movie starts, not ends, this starts with, like, him having a shitty day. Yeah. And then it does, like, a time jump where he does something to rectify, like, the shit end of the stick that he's been given. And it looks a little like he's on the up and up. Yeah. But then he gets, like, another thing, like, another kink in the hose where it's like, well... In order for this to continue, and do you have a good life, you have to do this one little thing. And he's like, okay, and that just totally throws his whole fucking thing out of whack. Yeah. And then he has to, like, just do well to, like, save his family. And, like, he'll do whatever. Oh, my God, he will. <laughs> like, oh, my God, he will. Holy shit. <laughs> like, he doesn't give a shit about anything else but, like, yeah. the... His family or whatever. So like, you're pretty much watching a man dig, dig, dig a hole for himself to the point where it starts filling with water, and then he's like, "All right, I'm gonna keep digging, even though I'm gonna drown, <laughs> drown to death." Yeah, but yeah, it's I, I, it's good, and but it, not quite enough to make my top ten. Oh, mm-hmm. It's it's so goddamn good though. Yeah. I fucking love this movie. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it came so close to my top ten. I was just like, as I was watching it, I was like, I fucking love this movie. I wish, I wish something sucked more so I could put this in. <laughs> I love it so much. Yeah, 
another one would have been uh, Logan Lucky that came out this year. Yeah, I need to see that one still. It's good. Like I, a lot of people put it up on like their like high lists and like stuff that came out. Like I don't think it was that good, but it was still fun. Like I was still entertained. Yeah, it was by fun. It. I'd say yeah. it was fun. Um, and then like I this one wouldn't have made my list, but I watched a movie called The Little Hours. Yeah. Which I kind of want to just say again for other people to see, but it's like produced by like Aubrey Plaza. It's like a, I think it's like a a re, like a, I don't even know like a remake of like an old like poem or stanza or something like that, yeah. where they just like kind of play on it and whatever. But it's uh, they play nuns, like her Kate Micucci and Allison Brie play yeah. nuns. I think I brought it up last week, yeah, too. Yeah, yep. yeah, you brought it up. And uh, Dave Franco's in it, and, like, John C. Riley's in it. and Anyway, like, it's a, kind of like a weird kind of comedy. It's kind of, like, off-kilter, and, like, parts didn't work for me. But I think it's weird enough some people will like it. Hmm. So, yeah, anyway, The Little Hours. I'm, I'm interested. I want to see it. Yeah. I think, I think you might like it. I think you might like it. I think you might like it. <laughs> Sounds terrible. Yeah, 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 you probably won't like it, no. but it's it rides that line. Mm. But that that's pretty much it for my honorable mentions. I was gonna say Star Wars, but I was like, nah, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's crazy because uh, a couple years ago it was your number one, Force Awakens. Yeah, I really did like the Force Awakens, mm. but yeah. I don't think the Last Jedi like. Uh, Worked as well for me. Okay. The last yeah. act of it is really good. It is, yeah, it's yeah. really good. But um, just some part, some parts of it just didn't feel yeah. Star Warsy. Yeah, to me. for me, it felt like a lot of the beginning was a kind of a just biding time to mm-hmm. what was supposed to be at this big finale. Yeah, I felt yeah. the same way. If they would have shaved like a half hour or forty five minutes off, it yeah, could have been like one of the yeah. best. I felt it would have worked just if just people just talk to each other. Yeah, in it. <laughs> like everyone's triple crossing each oh, other. No. It's like yeah. just shut the fuck up and just yeah, get on with it. There's no reason you have to yeah. withhold any of this information. Yeah, and either like uh, either Finn or. Or uh, Poe Dameron need to die because they're pretty much the same fucking person. Yeah, and I I don't know like it I feel like if it's Finn I'd make me sound racist but <laughs> like oh, he doesn't bring anything Poe else. Poe is uh, Latino, right? Yeah, Oscar Isaac. Yeah, but I mean he's whiter, so like I don't know. <laughs> Get out! <laughs> Get out! But, like really, like Finn doesn't bring anything. Like if no. they. Like bring more stuff that like he knows more stuff about like the the empire. It's not the call the empire anymore. It's called the, something uh, first order. The first yeah. order. Like if he brings in more of like that aspect, he'd be more interesting. But like in the last Jedi, like he didn't. He was just a guy. Yeah, well, he's kind of like the everyman, right? Yeah, he's the the generic and, like, character. Yeah, and Poe Dameron's like he's a comparable pilot, so that made him useful. He's yeah. a Han Solo. Or it could be Finn in, in any other situation because they're kind of the same character. Uh-huh. But like he didn't have anything to do with this. Like the whole casino thing was like just a wash. Yeah, that didn't was do a waste. Anything. Yeah, yep. yeah. So I, I don't know. So, okay. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. Yep. That's all I got. For there you me. go. All right. So um, so that's the show. Any everybody, anybody, and any Vinny, any Vetter, any Vetter, yeah, Eddie Vetter. That's the show. Everyone and Eddie Vetter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, other than that, does anyone else been in any? Into anything. I am fucking drunker than I thought I am. Dude, yeah. Hey. I've been drinking since fucking one o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> Anybody else been into anything else 
other than like what's come out this year? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm finishing up Ash versus Evil Dead. Um, okay. Just came on Netflix. Good times. Good deal. If you're an Evil Dead fan, there's a lot to like. Um, and uh, I I wrapped up Mindhunter a while back. Yeah. But if you asked me like my favorite TV show of the year, if we're doing a whole year end thing, oh, I yeah. would put Mindhunter as my oh, yeah. my number one TV there you show. Go. Loved it. All right. Yeah. There you go. Good deal. I real I don't think I I haven't finished that one yet. I started it. I, I don't know. I just lost. You didn't lost finish it. Mindhunter. No, I don't think I did. I don't think I saw like the last episode. What's your of fucking it? problem. I don't know, man. Like I remember, <laughs> like I uh, I got through Stranger Things, and I was like, yeah, it's good. Like I I'm good with Stranger Things for a while, mm-hmm. and then we did Mindhunter afterwards, and I was like, this just this hit the button for me. Yeah, I was kind of genreed out. I just wanted sure. something like just an adult serious show. Yeah, like well made. You know, without yep. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Without appeasing the fans, yeah. and that was it for me. Yeah. Good deal. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I watched a few series on Netflix. I watched uh, Big Mouth. All of me and Me and Molly Pop watched all of oh Big my Mouth. Oh, goodness. I would, seriously, like, especially for uh, you guys being parents, legit show your kids this when they start going through puberty. Because it <laughs> yeah. is, yeah, it yeah, is yeah. very poignant. I mean, it's, like, super crass, and they do a lot of bad language. But even me and Molly were, like, talking to each other where it's, like, I wish I watched this when I was going through puberty. Because they're so, like, they're they're so intellectual about it, and they even present aspects of puberty to where, like, it doesn't feel like it's, like, okay, guys, time to take a break from the plot to talk about why this guy is getting boners. Yeah. No, they, 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 like... Include it into the story where it doesn't feel forced, and they make it seem like it's a, a normal day situation. They even do like a thing where one of the characters, who's voiced by Jason Manzukis, yeah, they do like a thing where like he forms a relationship with his pillow, where uh, he cuts a slit in it, and then like takes like two bags of like a uh, warmed up soup. <laughs> And stuffs them in the pillow and he fucks it. And then, like, to the point where, like, he forms a relationship with it. And then he, like, imagines this world where, like, his pillow is his girlfriend. And then he gets her pregnant and they have a baby together. (laughs) Yeah, I've seen that app. That's, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, I'm, like, in a a way, I'm, like, I'm glad I didn't see this when I was this age. Because I would have got me some... Really bad ideas. <laughs> uh, but no. It, like, is the whole thing about puberty? Yeah, yeah. It, the whole okay. thing is about, it's about a bunch of uh, kids. Like, they're all voiced by comedians, but they're all kids, like, in middle school, all going through puberty. And they even have a uh, kid, like, uh, characters that are uh, approached by what are called uh, hormone monsters. Mm-hmm. Where they pretty much... <laughs> Tell you the things that were going through your head when you were going through puberty. <laughs> where it's like, this girl's gonna want to touch your penis. Go and get and go and hang out with her. Like, it's just like shit like that. And, like, uh, they're perfectly, like, voiced by Nick Kroll and uh, Maya, Rudolph, Maya Rudolph, like, voices the female one. Uh-huh. Where it's just... Just they, it's just like these people are, like, doing things where it's, like, normal, but then the hormone monster kicks in and, like... What are you doing? Go ahead and like touch her there, there, and I'm like, and it's like, I've I've had that exact same situation. When I was <laughs> in middle school. I know exactly. What, like, there's like middle school dancing, and it's like try and get closer, and they're like the hormone monster like pushing him closer, where it's like, 
I felt that way in middle school. <laughs> but it, it's like legit, like as crass as it is, as like adult as it is, I would legit like if you have a if you have a child like in like twelve or thirteen, show them this this show because it, it is spot on. Very good. I love it. I'm and uh, start my son on it tomorrow. <laughs> Go for it. And uh, we also watched uh, a thing that you brought up last week, Troy. The end of the fucking world. Oh, I've very heard good. That's great. It's amazing. It's got like a hundred percent Rotten Tomatoes really right now. It is really fucking good. Yeah, really fucking good. I have yet to dive into it. I just haven't found the time to do it yet. But I just want to binge the shit out of it. Yeah, uh, me and Molly even like finished it tonight before I came over, and it ends on a cliffhanger where I was like. God damn it! <laughs> and I was like, I even read they're doing another season, but no, fuck this. I wanted to. I just want to know what happens right now. Oh, fucking! It good. is fantastic. Oh, fantastic! Really, goddamn good. I want to. I want to dive into it, and if it does end like that, I just want to get in my fucking Slack chat that I have with the guy in it and be like, <laughs> "What's next? What are you doing? Give me the answers." <laughs> <laughs> it no, but it is fantastically made they even uh play up the whole like inner monologue thing where it doesn't feel like a detriment to the story where like you see what people do but then their inner inner monologues like say what they're really thinking oh right on like especially for like these two characters where they're so within themselves like they're kind of like they're really uh like they're not like super like public figures where they just kind of like stay within themselves sure but yeah, even when they're like interacting with themselves, they're not really being like their real selves. But they still play their inner monologues, where you can like, there's like scenes where like they're acting super confident, but then they do an inner monologue where they're like, "Fuck, fuck, 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 fuck." <laughs> <laughs> like, it's it's so good. Like, it's it's a really goddamn good show. I highly suggest God. End of the Fucking World. I'm gonna have to check that out like sooner than later. I got a exactly. lot of stuff to just watch and rewatch. Exactly, exactly. God, and uh, I'll, I'll I'll bring up one thing. That I'm so pissed I wasn't able to join the review in. Me and Molly Pop watched uh, Kingsman, The Golden Circle. Uh-huh. What a fucking piece of shit. What a ride <laughs> it took on, right? Like, it, what a... It is such a fucking... Kings- Nothing. Uh, Dave, did you see Kingsman, The Golden Circle? I just finished it the other day. It's terrible. It is a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. Such a goddamn... It's so fucking terrible. It's too bad. The, it is like, so bad. The first half is okay, and it got to the point where it's like, okay, this could either get better or much worse, <laughs> and it got yeah, much worse. Much yeah. worse. And then afterwards, I went back and like I had to remind myself, like, was the first Kingsman any good? So I watched the church it's, scene. It's good. And that is fucking amazing. It's good. <laughs> yeah. That scene is amazing. Yeah. yeah. But like like some of the like the action scenes in it are pretty good, but they have no substance because the rest of it around it is so fucking terrible. Yeah. yeah. King, and it's two and a half hours long. <sighs> yeah. These God. movies don't need to be that long. No. No. Kingsman the, 2. The shit they good. fucking throw into this makes no goddamn sense. Like her got even her goddamn gold tattoos. Where it's like, yeah, who cares? Yeah, it, it like it makes no goddamn sense because the ones that you give to people should kill them because <laughs> it kills a goddamn robot dog that's made of metal. <laughs> so it should make no yeah. goddamn sense that these people aren't dying. Control yeah. doses. It no, it's bad. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's terrible. No good. It's, it's fucking terrible. And then they throw in that bullshit where like 
fucking Eggsy is dating that princess where like yeah all who you really he, knew he did yeah. up the butt yeah, yeah all you knew from her from the first one is that she is that he fucked her in the ass yeah and now it's like but no but remember he he fucked her so now they're a couple and but she's such a fucking terrible actress you don't even fuck about her she's not even in enough to even me like, yeah no, the, no like the fact that they brought back uh colin firth was the biggest mistake it's that's so what bad. made the first yeah. one so good was her, like oh they just yeah. killed him yeah and, and then whole, like oh he's back he's yeah. fine and his whole arc is so confusing because it's like should i care about him is right. he a shithead yeah is he working for the other side is he killing people because he's an asshole yeah yeah like, no like him i, I get no. what they were trying okay. to do they're trying to do like a modern james bond where it's like goofy and yeah. kind of yeah. cheesy and campy but like action-packed and yeah. modern but like it just didn't work no. after the first one is kind of like maybe maybe we could do more of this but sure. after seeing the sequel it's like no one's good like yeah. it's not a yeah, franchise not like good. i don't care about yeah. any of these people it's a, it, it's a it's it's so it's so fucking bad yeah i fucking hated it i wish i was in on the review that you and chelsea <laughs> did because i would have ripped that fucker apart are we on like the terrible movies of the year now no, or what are you doing? <laughs> i had a bathroom break I, there was a spider in your bathroom i let it live ah oh, damn it uh yeah i didn't see anything terrible I mean, we didn't even bring up Justice League. It's so forgettable. Yes. We even oh, yeah. said in our, we our review, review, like, it's yeah. just fine. Like, and that's what it was. It was okay. Yeah. yeah. It's too bad. Um, uh, like, I don't have anything huge to bring up of what else I've been into. There's this uh, series on Netflix called The Toys That Made Us, which is kind of interesting. I wanted to see that. It brings up, like, um, like the He-Man toys and, like, the cultural impact they had on those, like G.I. Joe's, Barbie. Really? Yeah. Oh, that sounds good. Uh, I think Transformers toys, maybe? Turtles? I don't know. Well, maybe. I haven't watched all of it yet, but I can remember what the first episode is. Anyway, but it's it's interesting, like, how they... Oh, it's a series? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Every, every episode is a different, like, little toy franchise, whatever, mm. and how it, like... I don't have time for that. The people that design <laughs> the toys, like, well, we had nothing to go on, so we just went on this, and we just, like took this other crappy toy and slapped some clay on it as a prototype and they're like yeah make a new production so they did it and then it turned into like the biggest thing in the world oh the first one is star wars toys oh yeah and like how yeah that was like a big franchise yeah they weren't even prepared for like the no uh, and like how like they went they shopped it at every big huge toy thing and nobody wanted it because they're like that's a fucking weird idea and then like kenner bought it who was like on the totem pole of toy makers, the one of the lowest rungs. And so, like, Kenner was like, yeah, we'll take it. And then it got to be, like, the biggest fucking thing in the world. And then Kenner was, like, couldn't keep up with production. And yeah, so, they, like... They, they issued out, like, a uh, a background that you yeah. could buy and then get the and other the ones toys mailed will come to out you. later or whatever. Yeah. So that's a whole thing. But, yeah, I, I find it really interesting. That sounds so good, far. actually. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, the He-Man toys were just, like, an outcry from some other thing. They're like, well, this is big and this is big, but we need something else. We need, like, toys that are that'll just demasculate all the other toys. So they came out with these big rippling <laughs> bodies and all this shit. And they were all, like, the same model, right? With yeah. With just, it was like, all this... shit put on them. Oh, yeah. Or, like, colored that. Differently. And they're like, well, how are you going to market it? Because it's, like, it's based off nothing. And they're like... In the pitch meeting, they're like, because there's a comic book in the works. And then after the meeting, like, we need to make a comic book. <laughs> and then, so they, it was a toy line before it was anything? It was a toy line before oh, anything. Wow. And then they went on to Amazing. do something else. 
And they're like, oh, because you haven't heard of the cartoon that we've got making. We need to make a cartoon right away. And then that, like, boosted sales and all that. God. It's really, really interesting. interesting. Yeah, yeah, Cool. Yeah, and that's about it. Otherwise, I've watched all of Planet Earth 2, and it's really good. Great. Fantastic. <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. That's about it. That's all I got. Uh, speaking of that, it reminds me, there was a Ninja Turtles documentary on Netflix a while back. I don't even remember what it was called, but it was really interesting. It was that oh, yeah. same kind of thing where it just talks about uh, Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird making. Oh, really? Just like striking gold with Ninja Turtles and becoming like overnight millionaires. Oh, I missed that. <laughs> it was one of those things where it wasn't someone that like worked their entire life to get where they were. It was like their first outing and it hit and they were just set for life. And they were just <laughs> these like them. up and coming like <laughs> comic book artists. And they like worked out of their house and then they brought more people in and it was just like a big party. You know, it was kind of like the image revolution oh, yeah, when yeah. it happened. Except like it kept working out for him. It never like burst. Oh shit. And it was really interesting. <laughs> like you get the whole history of the Ninja Turtles and like what it became and like they didn't ever sell out. They just like kept expanding and sure. making money and it was it was kinda cool to yeah. get that whole history of the franchise. Oh, speaking of image, that's sparked something else that I watched. There's like a maybe like eight part Vox series on YouTube about the image like creators oh really yeah and oh, like cool. each chapter each like part it's each one is like maybe like 20 minutes long maybe but it like gives another person's input on like how it started where it is where it's going and it's got kirkman and Sylvestri and todd mcfarland and rob liefeld all these people in it oh cool and like i is that a free one Vox? Yeah, it's on yeah it's just on youtube it's oh, like a cool. news channel on youtube oh, or whatever awesome and like i have seen, like, the image revolution that was, like, on, like, Amazon or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, that's pretty good, but I think I got more out of this one. Okay, I'll have to watch that, because I watched the revolution one, too, and I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty good, but, like, I I, I, I think the Vox one did it better. Like, I don't know why. I don't think they said anything that I didn't know already, mm-hmm. but, like, I've, I've, I find that very interesting the image like oh yeah i'm gonna break off and just say fuck you to all these other things and then like they become the biggest thing in the world and then it just like, for a very short <laughs> moment yeah that <laughs> <laughs> takes a crap and then like kirkman joins and then it's like turns into this up. huge thing again have you watched that thing that kirkman does is it on amc right now he has like a comic book special i don't think so no i haven't seen that i don't know what it's called but he hosts like some kind of comic book show too oh really yeah no, like know. every episode they just talk comics they talk about something Oh, big in comics. No, I haven't heard about that. Yeah, sounds okay. I like comics. Yeah, Fucking me too. love comics. <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> How long are you taking to read that uh, third compendium? It's getting there. <laughs> All right, good. <laughs> well, uh, Invincible's wrapping up in like a month. Yeah, and then I'll have the third compendium of that, and it'll be done. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Then we have bad. to do an Imperious Rex uh, episode on it again. Oh my god. Speaking of Imperious Rex. Yeah, third season to... coming your way. Third yep. season. Don't you can't wait. I've got the episode line up in your bag right there. <laughs> so awesome. Yep. Got my homework ready to go. <laughs> yeah. Go. Uh, but anyway, that's the show this week, fellas and ladies. Uh, so if you are so inclined, why don't you tell us what your favorite movies are this year? Do it. Uh, and you can do so. Where can you do that, JT? Well, they can find me at Bucky for everyone on Twitter. Also, Bucky for everyone on Instagram. And hey, why not Bucky for everyone on Snapchat? Troy. 
Uh, you can find me at Troll to the Max. Uh, Dave, you want to find you anywhere? Um, I, normally I stay in the dark, but if you want to follow us on our own uh, sister programming, yep. uh, it's at at Imperious Rec Show. Yep. Or you can email us at Show at gmail.com. Right. We're on Facebook too, but you know, right. you, you, you know, you know the lead. Follow breadcrumbs. <laughs> Come on. Uh, on the same kind of note, you can find both me and Joel at uh, Review Review Pod on Twitter. Uh, you can also find all of our stuff on Review Review Pod on Facebook and all the other social media sites as well. Mm-hmm. Just those two in general. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, all of our new shows are uploaded on uh, ReviewReviewPod.podbean.com. But if you don't want to go there, don't worry about it because we're also on Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes. We're on all of the things, so don't you worry about Sounds it. Sounds like a lot things. of work. Just give, yeah. just give it a search. You'll find Look it. Look for Review Review. It's there somewhere. That's right. And if you happen to do it on uh, iTunes, why don't you give us a star review, a comment, because if you like the show, that helps other people find the show as well. If you got something long form to say, you can also do that at ReviewReviewPod. Uh, no. ReviewReviewPod at gmail.com. Yeah. That's the show. That's how we what do it. What a show. Is how what we a way to wrap show. up the year. The year. Yes. Thanks for lots, having me, lots guys. Of good I'm glad movies. I got to, lots yeah, of good I got to join you on your cinematic adventures. Yeah. You're very welcome. I felt less imposed on because uh, it wasn't Troy and Neil jerking each other off over their favorite <laughs> movies together. <laughs> I am amazed that we all had three separate movies. Yeah, me for the too. Top one. That was good. Right. Yeah. And they're like, all good. They are. They're fantastic. They're all fantastic. They're all yeah, fantastic. I know. What a great year. It was. What a it good was a year. weird year, too, because a lot of big things came out and also just took a shit. Like yeah. The Mummy and like Justice League and like <laughs> yeah. all these other things. Like Not even anywhere close to being good. No. Mm-hmm. So it, what an interesting year. I'm, yep, yep. And we yeah. got some good stuff to look forward to this year. Avengers might be a big thing. Yeah, there you go. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I think Black Panther is the biggest thing coming up. Black Panther is being yeah. talked about a lot. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how that works. All right. Hopefully, comes out next month. Hopefully it works well. Is it already? Yeah. yeah. Next month, February. Shit. Black History Month. That's Wonderful. Right. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, I'm, I'm thinking about doing like a Black History uh, Month for us. Ooh. Malcolm That'd be fun. X. Yeah. I'm trying to like. I don't know. I don't. I'm trying to like think of like things to include in it that won't be offensive. No, sure. X. <laughs> yeah. X Men. I, I kind of want to do like I kind of want to do like a Tyler Perry film in there somewhere. Oh, oh. Don't do it! Don't do it! He's in Gone Girl. There That's you go. good. That's a good one. Yeah. God damn it! I just I I want to I want to try and make it. All right. Know. We'll we'll figure we'll talk out. about it. Do, we'll talk about it. Do black people like Tyler Perry? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Is he one of ours or is he one of theirs? I don't know. We do blank man. <laughs> uh, okay. Meteor man. Meteor man. I oh, love meteor Christ. man. Yeah. Blade. <laughs> dear, oh, yeah, do, dear white people. <laughs> Blade. We could do Blade just four times. Mm. Yes. Let's do that. We'll figure it out. I'll be here we'll, we'll every find night something. for <laughs> Blade. Good. We'll find something. Uh, but until then, uh, next week we'll be doing our Black, Black Mirror. Mirror. Black Mirror. Season 4. Give you a, uh, an extra week to, ch- to check out Black Mirror. Yeah. Watch all them episodes. Just uh, just six of them. Don't, don't you yeah, worry. Not too, not too many. Sorry, guys. I'm sipping it. Yeah. That's I can, fine, I can Dave. chime in on the <laughs> first fine. one. We gave you more time to watch six episodes of Black Mirror than we did... Ten, like 12 episodes of Punisher. 
13 episodes of Punisher. Oh, my oh, God. It was too change. goddamn many. <laughs> Fuck. I haven't even started that yet. Oh, Jesus. Oof. Anyway, uh... Anyway, it's good, though. All right, good. <laughs> good. Uh, but until next time, I've been Troy to the Max Extreme. I am a JG3K. And Ghost Hunter Dave, thanks for having me. So until we talk about Black Mirror, we are off.